0: Right club be the right club today. Yes.
1: Well, I mean that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most.
2: Better than most. Expect anything different? All right, welcome back to the No Laying Up podcast. This is part 2 of our deep dive on Tiger Woods's major championship history. Uh, we ended sometime in 2001 in part one, uh, covering everything from the amateur golf days up through the Tiger Slam. And now we're on to part two. If you missed part one, I do suggest you go back and uh, listen to that. We want to thank everyone for tuning into the content lately. The Chip Drive and Putt Championship it was a lot of fun to do. And if you haven't watched it, please go check that out. The Wild World of Golf that we posted with Jim Furick. TC, apparently uh, you've been getting some some slides in the DMs asking about your shoes there in the drive chip and putt, or chip driving putt for legal purposes. Can you tell us about it?
3: People flooding in left and right. People
2: talk about shoes in our videos more than anything.
3: Which I got a lot of comments on the on the the shoes in the uh, the bowling shoes. Yeah, while we're golf, which those those were not as positive. The, <laughs> the ones in not. the in the chip driving putt, uh, the Quater Wildcards. Uh, I'm not normally a big spikeless guy, but these are. Fantastic, super grippy, and um, my my wife actually complimented me on them, and I've been wearing them off the golf course too. Wow! Like they're like they're casual shoes that just happen to have a lot of grip. On them.
2: I believe it's to there. I believe the quote we have here is that uh, you wear these when you just want to drink beers and hang. Is the quote correct? Okay, and which is a lot. And Neil, I believe you have another equator, different style equator shoe that you've been rocking lately.
4: I do. Uh, I've been known to wear basketball shoes on the golf course, which usually do not have a lot of grip but do have a lot of structure and the Quater ringers have been uh, a good upgrade for me with uh, some real firm spikes uh, I don't get blisters and I feel like an athlete which is what it's all about out there
2: the blister thing is so enormous it's like i am always hesitant to change shoes because I hate blisters and I I'm a Quater legend guy I've been wearing the legends uh, basically ever since they sent them to us I probably need a new pair because they're, they're white and they're starting to wear down a Color wise, a little bit because I've been wearing them so often. They're the uh, tr- the take on the traditional tour shoe, which I know TCU wear that one as well.
3: Yeah, when I really want to go out and shoot a good round, not <laughs> not drink beers <laughs> and hang, uh, I typically wear the Legends. I actually wore those on a, a really really rainy California trip back in December and wore them for every single round, and and my feet were dry the entire time. They hold up. These
4: Quaters are the. It's the first golf shoe I've one that hasn't given me blisters on you know, the mm. first or second round, which is a uh, very nice change of pace for me.
2: Maybe it goes hand-in-hand, hand, but they're also just very comfortable. Yes. No blisters and comfort might be and the same I thing. I look forward
4: to and putting them on, truly, yeah. truly do. So, so. I, I think they've uh, knocked it out of the park with this new line of shoes. They
2: deliver the technical elements you need while ensuring that your style components, uh, the style components of your look are great instead of distracting from it. So
3: The legends, you'll feel like you're glued to the ground.
2: Yes, 15% off your purchase when you go to Quater.com. Again, that's 15% off your first order at Quater.com. C-U-A-T-E-R. Uh, let's get to the pod. 2002
1: Masters. where we get into some good shit. Tiger, of course, wins. Uh, it's his seventh major. And uh, I-, I would say a very, very relevant lead by Rick Riley uh, to a conversation that we've been discussing. Quote, There has never been, never will be, a killer like Tiger Woods. Not then, not now, not ever. The boy is a man now, and the man is is as unstoppable as winter. He has all the empathy of a Luger. He's the kind of man who buries you and comes to your grave on your birthday and kicks over your tombstone.
3: Jesus. Riley (laughs) was a
0: menace.
1: Riley has some excellent stuff uh, from this 2002 Masters Dispatch. So, uh, let's just go through the the quick logistics here. It was a three shot win over Retief Goosen. Um, Retief Goosen had been he busted significantly, there for like two, bucking. two years, two three years. He, he bucked hard. Uh, Phil after he got struck by lightning. Exactly. Yeah. Phil finishes solo third. Uh, another close call at the Masters, leading up to, of course, his his breakthrough a couple of years later.
2: I'd like to note this is the time period. It was pre two thousand two and pre two thousand six. That Augusta changed a lot. They lengthened a the bunch of holes. I'm sorry.
0: absolutely going to get there. I, well, I got to interject too. We're now living in a post 9/11 world. That's exactly right. Uh, Is
3: DJ losing control of the classroom right now? <laughs> <laughs> we <Well, he laughs> went straight to the winner. I thought we might be able to skip. I'm trying to set the, the stage. Context.
1: Everybody knows the winner. I would say my students are too good. They're they're, they're too well read. So I don't know if this post 9/11 world has people feeling things, but. Uh, in the Rick Riley report, uh, apparently Phil was reading books by both Stephen Hawking and Deepak Chopra <laughs> leading into uh he was in his this Brando week period. And, and was feeling very uh intellectual. Uh, Tiger would become the third player to ever go back to back at the Masters, following Mr. Jack and Mr. Faldo. Pretty good good company there.
3: It's not Mr. Faldo, it's Sir Sorry. Well Sir Faldo. It, here
1: in America, son, it's it's Mr. Faldo. <laughs> we speak of neighbor, dog. <laughs> Just to uh, to set the stage, because you know, I, I think there were a lot of Bob May's, a lot of uh, you know, May, not not to shit on anybody, but not a lot of not a lot of huge names in in a lot of these past um, Tiger victories. Uh, the people who were chasing him at the 2002 Masters: world number two, number three, number four, number five, and number seven.
2: Well, That's it's a limited field event. All
1: all of who he held off still. don't all show up every year roll number five was sergio who riley uh said shot a quote wimpy 75 (laughs) on sunday one thing of note here second round was suspended because of weather so tiger had to play i believe 26 holes on uh saturday
3: second round was suspended due to pd
1: (laughs) (laughs) and on that saturday he went 69 66 so uh whereas i think a lot of the rest of the field was kind of a little gassed tiger just completely stepped on everybody's throats this was also the year that it was notoriously smelly at augusta uh there was just an unreal and like a a weird unnamed source of just complete stink oh. uh are you setting this up for something or is that it was truth? nandina no that's, <laughs> no well that's that's a great no that would have been a good bit but i do mean it was literally smelly uh i've never heard that riley said it smelled like quote a cross between gary indiana and a 4h fair Uh, I think it was a lot of the rain and I think the rain, I don't know if it's the stuff that they put down so people don't slip or I think the, the green jackets had said it was like, you know, either like dead grass underneath that stuff or nobody really knew what the source was, but it was notoriously stinky. Um, I'm just, I'm just reading the, I'm reading the research. Going back
3: to your, your tiger endurance there on Saturday, right? Sure. The the 69, 66. Uh, that, I think that's my enduring memory of Atlanta athletic club is this was right as Cat was getting into the massive bulking up totally. phase where I'm mean, like, everybody was saying he was working out like crazy in the fitness center, which was right next to the range at Atlanta Athletic Club, and Cat was just going in and, and working out for like two or three hours.
1: So maybe he figured it out over that winter of 01 and kind of got optimized into, okay, now I can work out like crazy and still go break everybody's face, which he did. Another good one that I, I think you guys like, dude. I can't say it enough. Shout out to Rick Riley repeatedly here because he, like, habitual line stuff. <laughs> or he, just the SI Vault in general.
3: Was Rick the Riley SI, the yeah. the literary Icarito?
1: He may have been. He may have, or maybe even like Duval. Like he just kind of faded away. I don't know that he really like burned up. He just kind of just kind of. Bounced. I, think,
3: I think he got. I think he burned up when being wrote in that big-ass check. Boys well, he just took the money, though. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: so this, you'll remember, uh, God, shout out to Riley for, like, printing all this stuff. This was also the year that Augusta National sent a letter to past champions Doug Ford, Gabe Brewer, and Billy Casper uh, saying, quote, your record is not indicative of active participation, meaning, like, yo, you're out. Your lifetime exemption has run out you will not be playing this year. Uh, Riley said, quote, all it lacked was a note that said, PS, we've included some hemlock for your personal use, which I think was a uh, shout out to the execution of Socrates, (laughs) which is pretty great. Are
3: Uh, are Cootie, Tommy, Aaron, and that kind of click on notice now at this point? Well, I think everybody's on notice. And I'm
1: glad you bring that up because this would be Arnold Palmer's final masters because he goes out and shoots 89 in the first round. And then it's, like, a whole story that, like, yo, they shot all these guys in the face, and now Arnold Palmer just shot 89. And so uh, he announced after round one, okay, this will be my last Masters. <laughs> uh, did, did you
0: mention Billy Casper? Yes, I did. Well, he would play more tournaments, and I'll have really? a little bit more on oh, that.
1: I can't yeah. wait. So Arnold said a- after round one, uh, this would be, tomorrow will be my last round because, quote, he didn't want to also get a letter. Uh, so he shot 85 in his, in his final round at the Masters. There also was a... Excellent uh, coverage take from Riley in in this in the game story. I just want to point out that these coverage takes about CBS go all the way back to 2002. We did not invent them. We inherited them from a previous
2: generation. They actually go back to 1956. We can talk about that in a different episode.
1: I would love to. Um, so this is this is kind of quoting a, a whole passage that starts with a, uh, a quote from, from Earl. I don't care what any of these guys say about not looking at him or not noticing what he's doing, Earl Woods mused. Tiger intimidates people through osmosis. <laughs> You feel it. It freaks people out. The whole week kind of did that. Riley says. Sam Sneed hit the ceremonial first drive of the tournament straight into the, spectac- <laughs> the spectacles of a spectator, and yet, C- and yet, CBS announcer Jim Nance didn't mention a word about the shot in recapping it on Saturday. Then again, being a Masters announcer on CBS is like writing for the Baghdad Bugle. One negative word, and you're hanging upside down by your toenails.
0: The Baghdad Bugle. <laughs> oh my God.
1: Again. Post-9-11 world. Exactly. Calling out the the Baghdad bugle. So as TC mentioned, this was also the year that they had significant tiger-proofing of the golf course. They had lengthened nine of the holes. They had put in a bunch of, like, 50-year-old trees uh, that were—
3: Shout-out to the Fawz.
1: Shout-out to the—always a shout-out to the Fawz. And how fucking good is this quote from from Earl Woods, uh, whatever this is, 18 years later? Uh, This still hasn't really sunk in for people, but Earl was screaming it from the rooftops. Quote. <clears throat> you want a tiger proof a golf course, move the tee box to the ladies tees, eliminate the rough completely cut the greens to eight or nine. And I'll guarantee you tiger won't win. But right now this course just plays directly into his hands.
0: God Earl was it's
1: like a wise man. <laughs> Why would like, God, this guy hits it so far. We need to make this thing longer, man. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Anyways. Anybody else have anything from the 2002 masters or, or should we move on? I think we're I think we're we're good. Was it?
2: I don't remember like the drama of it. Was it? Was oh, what was the no. Final uh, sorry, I, uh,
1: he won by three over Retief Goosen. Another great quote from uh, Riley. There is that uh, the final round had all the suspense of a good floss, <laughs> 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 which I, I believe he was tied. He was tied with Retief Goosen heading into the final round, and Goosen just kind of shit the bed coming out early, and uh, it was just it was over before it started. Did you say like, Goosen no just
0: couldn't find any lightning?
1: I, that's exactly what I'd say. I already used it all up. In previous. Maybe that movie phenomenon with Travolta's based on Motif <laughs>
0: Geeson. That'd be crazy.
2: I, the only thing I'll say about the O2 Masters is I distinctly remember when my dad. We were in like, like spring break in Arizona, and we were like, "Do we watch the final round of the Masters?" And Tiger took like a, a one-shot lead. And we're like, "He's gonna win. Let's go play golf." Exactly. It's <laughs> this is all, all the drama of a good flop. <laughs> yeah.
1: Let's move on to the 2002 U.S. Open at, of course, my favorite place beth page black i believe this was the first us open at beth page black it was a big deal that they were taking it to uh to the people yeah i remember the U.S. Open commercials Muni.
4: with the guys putting their shoes on in the parking lot you're like this one's for you guys yeah
1: totally yeah they set it up uh you know just the way the average people play it just totally super playable that's a joke it was like the hardest setup in us open history basically uh tiger of course wins he, he wins. Uh, I, I don't have the headphones on. I can't no, hear you. You got a laughter. <laughs> oh, thank you. Tiger, of course, wins. Uh, he wins it at three under over runner-up. Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson. His 16th top. This is Phil's 16th top 10 in a major at this point uh, without a win. Uh, worth mentioning, we're halfway to what would be another slam here. Uh, he's won the Masters in the U.S. Open at this point. First time anybody's done that in 30 years. And this was this was Sergio... That's exactly game. exactly right. A couple more notes before we get to the Sergio. Uh, this is Tiger's eighth major. Uh, of
2: the 26?
1: Yes, at 26 years old. Of all the people who have won eight majors ever, he's the only one to do it entirely in his 20s, which is pretty wild. He's the cat. And this one, speaking of no drama, I mean, it, he takes the first-round lead and goes wire to wire. Nobody else. There Sniffed is, him.
2: There's some excellent... It's maybe one of the class... The class display of sauce in that of the club, some of the club twirls he lets loose in the, oh, in the final round of 0-2. absurd. Like what's the shot he hits into thirteen? Or like the two irons, like two sixty three or something like that. Yeah. He walks after it with a twirl. Like he just absolutely let it fly.
1: Uh, yeah, we're we're. I feel like he's just really shout out to Earl's painting thing i feel like he's just discovering his his tour sauce
2: capabilities at, at this point did we talk about the photo for of the of the stevie williams toss at the o2 masters? i assume that was oh 02. it was o2
1: i forgot about that no I, I tweeted something that uh i i couldn't find who took the photo there was no photo credit i've in gotten SI, but at least four or five dms with that picture this morning people asking to make a shirt put it on a shirt yeah that, that's not exactly legal that's that's exactly legal. sorry dog uh but the uh yeah tiger is there's this epic photo of Tiger and Stevie Williams, I believe it's on 13. Though he looks like he has a wedge. did Would he have had a sand wedge into 13? I looked at
2: the, at the photo very closely. I think it's like an 8-iron. Like, I think it's – it, but the, the sign in the back says through 12. It's definitely 13 fairway. But
1: he uh, just hits a shot into the green. Obvi- presumably, it's an excellent shot based on what happens next. Uh, and from about – what would you say? 10, 15 feet? It, it's, yeah, it's like eight, 10 he th- yards. He throws his iron, and Stevie throws his putter at the same time and the two clubs cross, and he Ships in it. the night. Just – as you're leading the final round of the Masters, I think that's about as good as it gets uh, from a swag uh, perspective. So back to the 2002 U.S. Open. Uh, like I said, Tiger, he takes first-round lead. He never relinquishes it. Wire-to-wire victory. Uh, Low-Am. Anybody know Low-Am at 2002 U.S. Open? I'm just going to tell you because you don't. It's Kevin Warwick. Never played another major. Only Am to make the cut. Never heard that name before. Peter Warwick's brother. P- it was that's Peter Warwick's I was say it, but... Of note, Tiger doesn't get the SI cover, which I thought was a little interesting. Can anybody tell me what was going on in June of 2002 that would have taken the SI cover? World Cup. Tron, that's exactly right. You see, but Zidane? the Don, you was no, it no, it was it, Ronaldo. No, the no, US, US gets the World Cup cover. Landon Donovan's on the cover for getting to the quarterfinals. Oh uh, yeah. no, that was that's right. <laughs> Which 98 was
0: like their, was it Yeah, that's the big. It was uh, like their first time in like 80 but years. The headbutt
4: or was oh no, six. Headbutt was later. Oh, 98 was Ronaldo and the Brazilians in
2: France.
0: Exactly.
1: Okay, um, but
0: the U.S. gets the cover was after O2? beating Mexico.
2: 0-6 was the headbutt.
0: Yeah, 0-2 was. Uh, sorry, I know. 0-2 yeah.
2: was South Korea. Is that when
0: they beat Portugal and then beat Mexico in the round of thirty two? And then I think that's exactly right. Okay. Wasn't exactly wasn't
3: O right. O2 South Korea? I think it was Japan South Korea co hosting.
2: Yeah, who, who I could possibly that, right? say? Tune into the Men in Blazers. For <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, just a couple other quick notes,
1: and then we'll get to some fun stuff. Nick Faldo got a special exemption; he had not qualified. Got a special exemption in this one finished fifth oh, wow baller wow. move on the flip side uh he wore an iHeart new york hat which is a very chode move uh, <laughs> so i just wanted to point that out uh andy miller's son or sorry johnny miller's son andy uh qualified and made the cut while johnny was in the booth i thought that was very cool to,
0: to, to defend nick a little bit this is like the first uh, major back yeah, in new york no, after
1: 9-11 well i didn't think about that so wow Come yeah. on, wow, Deej. So cool, I didn't think about that. Come on. So question for you, like and you might get to it. All right, uh, less chodish, but still. So Sergio and Tiger play together in the final round. We're we're going to get there. We're okay. going to get there right now.
4: Well, I'm curious. You said it was wire to wire. What was his lead after 54 holes? Because I kind of remember this duel or or them setting it up as like, oh, man, this is going to be finally the duel we've been waiting for.
1: My my research department's working on that. I'm on it. So I'm just before wondering to that was manufactured. Before we get there, let's set the stage on Sergio. Three years before... 99 at Medina. Everybody, I mean, he's the, the America's sweetheart. You know, everybody's just riding for Sergio. Uh, script has completely flipped three years later. Cat leads by four in the, going into the final round. Thank you. People are no longer calling him El Nino, they're calling him El Wino, uh, <laughs> according to, uh, to one SI dispatch I saw. Uh, the New York fans are ripping the number of waggles he takes. They're counting them out loud. Uh, at one point, Sergio turns around and flips off the crowd. Uh, allegedly, he... he uh, you you couldn't get someone to just outrightly say that he turned around and flipped the middle finger, but it's pretty widely, pretty widely known. However, Sergio was one back after round one. So it is setting up for this, this epic duel between him and tiger, uh, round two, horrible weather moves in sounded like an inch of rain fell during the round which is a ton of rain. Uh, so cold, players could see their breath most of the day. 29 players failed to break 80 on during round two, which is sick. Apparently, the weather was a lot nicer in the morning, which is when Tiger played. And then all, you know, this, it, the temperature dropped, the rain moved in, it just got horrible in the afternoon. There were a couple of Sergio quotes I had here. He said, quote, I believe if Tiger was out there, they would have called play. Oh. Uh, do we have to be swimming before play is stopped? And then he said, "If you get the luck of the good side of the draw, like somebody seems to in these tournaments, and you're the best player in the world, and you make a lot of putts, that's going to be hard to beat."
5: <laughs> Which I
1: thought was actually kind of funny, more than more than whiny. But Which,
2: like a lot of these quotes feel kind of incendiary, like the Earl stuff and all that. But it's also like, yeah, yeah, that's right. Like that's, that's totally very
1: accurate. Yeah,
3: Are you sure? they would have called it. If Are you sure? Uh, Sergio's wasn't, you know, you know, obviously he's the best oh, player in the world. Yeah, <laughs> no, obviously,
1: obviously, a lot of rain obviously. fell. So there's one key thing that the USGA does here, which is that with a forecast for horrible weather and rain and wind and cold, um, they do not change the setup of the golf course at all. Uh, they stick to the plan, which means that uh, holes like the 10th hole had a 250-yard carry to the fairway. Uh, and there was... Not like just normal rough in front of the fairway. It was like the heavy fes- like New York fescue. Steve Pate said he was aiming for the walkway because uh, he knew he couldn't get to the fairway because it was like 45 degrees, 50 degrees. He knew he couldn't get to the fairway, so he was aiming for the walkway where the where the grass was mowed. Uh, I don't think he actually hit it. Uh, Scott for plank hit one 226 yards. Uh, he said he thought about taking an unplayable and going back to the tee, except he realized there was no way he could... He could clear it with a million balls, so he had to just play from the heavy, heavy fescue. Verplank said, quote, the USGA made it playable for one guy, and he's a freak of nature, which is— Sergio? Is that who they meant? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was that Mike Davis? No, it was—it uh, was another guy whose name, Mike is, Davis name was still escapes me. I think the, he, he was involved, he, started but he in wasn't, a, he wasn't the— did. This was back the when head. the USGA had a spine. <laughs> and, and when you go back and look at it, there, uh, there was one guy—gosh, I forget. I didn't write down who it was. But one of the guys went, uh, went driver driver, and happened to make birdie on one of these holes. And the USGA was like, "Yeah, see, like you, can do you, it, hit, it. you just gotta hit like yeah." Like it's obviously fair because like that guy did it. Uh, so that was it, it was it was very much very much that attitude. Uh, Hal Sutton called it the worst setup the USGA
2: has ever done.
4: Those uh, fes- that Fescue Long Island, they got issues with with ticks and Lyme disease
2: for They're sure. Putting
1: the players yeah. in danger having to play on yeah. that should stuff should
2: use dangerous animal relief. <laughs> I didn't think
1: about that. Um, so yeah, it, there's this, it was just, uh, it was a very tough setup. And of course, as Earl pointed out, uh, presciently at the Masters, that of course is going to factor into, uh, favoring one guy and he goes on and wins wire to wire. So Tiger has now won eight of his first 22 majors as a, as a pro. <laughs> I,
4: I just want to say though, about the Sergio, the, I love the waggle
1: thing. Oh, it was the best. It was the
4: best. Yeah. I remember watching it be like, you
1: hit the ball, you know. <laughs> you know fucking okay, pussy. That's what made Neil realize he wanted to live in New York. He was yelling at, <laughs> yelling at the Forders. Well, no, I
4: don't I don't really remember <laughs> These the These are my people. I don't remember the crowds as much as just like, man, that guy can't pull the trigger. Um and to cr- Sergio's credit, he's he's kind of fixed the
1: fixed the glitch. That would be god, that would be hard to try yes. to win a major while the whole crowds yelling at you. Yeah.
3: This was also the advent of the, you know, people sleeping in their cars at Bethpage. Exactly. Thing yeah. thing that is just so tiresome. Um
2: we're going to take a quick break in this show because you guys need to hear more about our friends at Precision Pro. Uh, I was anti-rangefinder probably until about two, maybe three years ago. Just didn't, you know, I could step off the yardage. I can ask my buddy to uh, you know, gun me the yardage. You I've learned quickly after having a rangefinder, you you hate the people. You hate your friends that don't have them. Like you hate being the guy. Hey, do you mind gunning this for me for a second? Don't be that guy. Precision Pro has awesome rangefinders for a very affordable price. Everyone needs one that they can trust to know the precise distance to their target for nearly every shot. That's whether you're on the tee box or whether you're in the fairway. It's always good to use them on the tees to figure out, you know, how far away certain trees are, how far certain bunker lips are. The whole no laying up team from the C Suite. All the way to the Strat Boys, we carry the same Precision Pro Golf rangefinders. That's right. The C-suite is not, you know, wasting, throwing money away on more expensive rangefinders than you need. They're the perfect combination of performance and price. And listeners of this podcast can get an extra $20 off their Precision Pro Golf rangefinders. Use the coupon code. The coupon code NO LAYING UP at checkout. It is the only rangefinder that offers free battery replacement services. So you're not only getting a great rangefinder, you are signing up for a lifetime service. Uh, go to precisionprogolf.com. Use coupon code NO LAYING UP at checkout for $20 off our favorite rangefinder. Swing with confidence, hit more greens with Precision Pro Golf. Let's get back to the pod.
1: So that's the 2002 US Open. We'll move on now to the 2002 Open Championship, which was where, won by who? 2002 Open Championship is Ernie Els at Muirfield. That's exactly right, Holly. Uh, Tiger opens 70, 68. He's two back going into the weekend. I mean, is he going to is he is he going to get three legs of the Grand can Slam? He he can he might. do, he it? Can do it? it? I don't know. He might. No, he can't. Oh. Big ass storm rolls in for round 3 and Tiger shoots 81, his highest round as a pro. Well,
0: I think that, you know, I think that kind of validates what Sergio was saying at the I, US Open. Well,
1: it well, I would say it kind of invalidates. So
2: he well, got a. He made a. Both, I think it's both both ways. It goes both ways. It, like it's like yeah, if you, it got, goes, if you get, I a think it proves draw, that it goes sucks. Ways. Oh, I see. And I see, on see, U.S. soil, see, yeah.
4: they're they're you know they, they crown they'd them, give they them, them, protect him That's it. Exactly, they would give them to Han. They say, hey, no man.
1: Just to show, uh, so to my point, where like yeah, he could have conceivably won like twelve majors in a row. He opened 70-68, Like I said, two back going into the weekend, he had seven lip outs in round one. Make
0: My God. God. <laughs> Thank you, Tron. Well, that that seven lipouts. The,
2: lip outs the in footage from re- from Saturday of that, uh, that that hearing people talk about that storm. It was like the apocalypse, and they don't cancel play in the U.K. You
1: know, uh, SI said it was, quote, like walking into a sneeze for four hours. 30-mile-an-hour uh, winds, 40-degree wind chill, and sideways rain. Just to put it in context, and during round two, Thomas Bjorn, uh, the fifth hole is a par five. At Muirfield, Thomas Bjorn went driver one-iron on Friday, and on Saturday he went driver one-iron, one-iron. Wow. <laughs> uh, so that's... So Tiger goes out and shoots 81. Uh, finally makes a birdie on, like, the 16th hole and tips his cap and takes the whole bow. He had, he had good spirits about the whole thing, I think. R.I.P. Cat. Um, Ernie goes out and shoots even that day, I believe. Um, 72. I don't know what par was, but he, he shoots it's 72. Par 71. Which is uh, extremely impressive. Uh, he goes on to a four-way playoff. Thomas LeVay, uh, Stuart Appleby, and, of course, Elk. Uh, That's t- the they choked. they choked. They sent us out in two twos. <laughs> exactly. And... Uh, <laughs> Mont just Tiger was not the only person who obviously played poorly. Monty was also two back, uh, shot eighty four that day. Monty not a decidedly not a mutter that day. <laughs> Monty
3: winning at Muirfield would have been
1: the. It would have been the the ultimate. It would, would have been the singularity possibly. <laughs> Tiger finishes t twenty eight, kind of as to you know turns into. Oh, he actually comes back and shoots sixty five after after his eighty one. He comes out and shoots sixty five the next day. That's what I've noticed about to a lot of even these, these for the teams. tournament.
3: Like doing my research was just cat finding these little things to to play for or to take you know to take solace in or to 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 find inspiration in
1: well i know like i know six shots is a lot but despite shooting 81 in the third round he was only six shots out of the playoff which is kind of wild um and with his seven lip outs gosh those go in you know who knows Uh, he wins it outright but (laughs) uh 2002 pga championship hazeltine course mr rich beam uh becomes your your champion hazeltine is you know just a harbinger of heartbreaks to come for the cat who could possibly say tiger is two back after round two he's t4 after round three five back of justin leonard who had a three shot lead and mega shit the bed with a 77 in the final round uh tiger shoots 67 in the final round to your point solly uh i believe he birdies 15, 16, 17 and 18 uh to get within one of Rich Beam, but can't quite hold them off. Uh Rich Beam needed to 3 putt the last hole and absolutely took all three of them. You got to remember Rich Beam was deep in the 7 wood game also during this uh during this major. The Heavenwood. I <laughs> was it specifically a Heavenwood? I was deep in the 7 wood game in that era as well. well w- so but the 7 wood and the Heavenwood are two different clubs.
4: Well, the se- the Heavenwood was Callaway's Callaway 7 wood. Uh, for sure. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. I don't know that. I think think Rich Beam Beam was like a a sonar tech guy or
1: something, Uh, but we can look that up. Uh, Rich Beam on coming up eighteen. I took a deep breath. Whacked that sucker down the middle, found out I had a two-shot lead, thinned an eight-iron to the front of the green, and managed to three-jingle it in from there.
2: If you guys haven't listened to the Rich Bean pod, he, he said, he's like, I don't know how I couldn't hit that shot. Like, I was going to shank it. Like, I was positive I was going to shank <laughs> that shot. <laughs> Which one? The, the 8 On 18, yeah. He's like, I thin-bladed it, but, like, I was terrified I was going to shank the shot. He was so, he was so nervous. So a, a comfy five. A very comfy <laughs> five.
1: So a couple things that this one signifies. One, you know, he he still has not won a major from trailing from behind, um, which of course will continue to be a theme until 2019. Um, and also, this was Cat's first ever runner-up at a major, which is interesting. I thought that's was interesting. Very interesting. So that's going to be kind of the last of the the deep dives. 2003, 2004 were also in my purview. He did have two top tens in majors. Both of them were at the Open. I don't know if that's a coincidence because he's kind of in full swing breakdown rebuild at this point he fires butch Harmon, splits with butch Harmon, uh hires hank haney so they're rebuilding stuff so i don't know if the opens maybe just a little more fluky and he kind of could be a little more of an artiste over there than than a uh, you know yeah, you hitting can get things tea, right? a lot more specific yeah and so as mentioned in the last episode neil these are Kind of the quote slump years uh, of his career. He was still Player of the Year in two thousand (laughs) three after winning uh, after winning two WGCs. You got to remember how bad the major winners were in two thousand three, apart from Jim Furyk. In September two thousand four, he lost his number one spot in the world rankings to Vijay.
2: I just want to say two thousand three, like he's still. Like the same odds favorite in all these events. Like Ooh. he's still he finished two sec- and a half to one. Three second to one. on the
1: money list in two thousand three, and fourth on the money list in two thousand four. His, his massive slump years.
4: Winners, Masters
1: winner. Mike, oh, come Mike on, Mike Weir, Weir, yeah, Jim Furyk, Ben Curtis, Ben Curtis, and Sean McKeel.
3: Okay, o three, o four. During this rebuild, Cat finishes outside the top twenty five three times out of thirty seven events.
1: Yeah. Tough slump. What's wrong with Tiger? From a majors perspective, I'd say his best chance to win one in this period would have been that 03 Open uh against Ben Curtis. He was actually tied with Ben Curtis going into the final round. They were both two back. Ben Curtis shot under, and Tiger shot even. So, just didn't didn't quite get it done. And that is that is post Tiger Slam through 2004. Wonderful stuff. Enjoyed it thoroughly.
0: All right, guys. We're rolling the calendar to 2005. DJ Excellent job setting it up. Tiger loses his number one world ranking, as you said. Hasn't won a major since the 02 U.S. Open. And so he's, he's with Haney. The process is starting to, you know, bring fruit, if you will. He, uh, and he popsicles. Goes, he goes to the Buick Invitational, <laughs> and he wins it. Uh, but before we dive into... Buick
1: Invitational is Tory Pines? Yes. And what did he do with the car?
3: How many Buick, there was a Buick Open, Buick Invitational, and Buick, Classic. Buick Classic, Buick Challenge for a while, which was the one. I think that was the amateur one, right? Oh, like, that was the one um, down in Pine Mountain, Georgia, Calaway Gardens. Oh, I
1: see. There's also the Buick Scramble. Remember where it was like all the, sand? it was like the Sandbagger competition where like the four guys from your club would get together and anyways. Uh, before I go
0: any further, I should say my time frame is 2005 through 2008. So we're looking at a four-year window. I want to. Paint the picture here. He makes 56 PGA Tour starts in this four-year window. Anybody want to guess how many top 10 finishes? 37. 42. (laughs) 75% of his starts end in top 10 finishes. Uh, Two-thirds, 66%, uh, are top three finishes. So he actually finishes in the top three 37 times. Including 25 wins, so he's winning PGA Tour starts at a 45% clip in these four years, <laughs> which uh, I think is
1: higher than any other time in his career. Right? Yeah. Everybody well, talks about I 2000, 2001. Yeah. This is this. Is, he won more during this period. He
0: he'll he'll have 14 major starts, which of course I'm going to get into in detail. But just to give you an idea, uh, in 14 major starts in this four-year window, he wins six times. He finishes runner-up four more times. <laughs> 13 top 12 finishes and one missed cut, which we'll get to. Um, So 13 to 14 majors he finishes in the top 10. Top 12. Top 12. Okay. Uh, Top (laughs) 5. How's that? that? Top 5 12 times out of 14 majors. (laughs) So... (laughs) The only the, but before we get slump, to would you say the slump is over? I'd say I'd say the slump is going to be over. Uh before we get to the masters, I want to quickly shout out uh after his Buick Invitational win, he then wins at Doral, and this is the uh year he and Phil have that final round duel, neck and neck the whole final round. Probably the the best Phil Tiger duel, I think. Um That
3: was the Cadillac Championship, right? It was this was like the heyday of uh Car sponsorship, yeah. Wasn't that's it the Ford uh, that's the while?
0: famous Phil photo, uh, with the Marshall behind them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's if
1: that's, you don't know what he's talking o about, face. Just, yeah. If yeah, you yeah. don't know what he's talking about, just Google Phil Mickelson funny, Doral.
0: funny picture, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was that tournament. Um, so Tiger has two wins on the year heading into Augusta. <laughs> Uh, if you'll remember, Mickelson had won his first major in 2004, so this is the the first Masters after Phil's first victory there. Uh, and Tiger shoots an opening round 74, seven shots back of
2: Christoph DeMarco.
0: Yeah, Chris DeMarco.
2: Just want as the resident odds maker for this, he's three and a half to one to win this. Phil four and a half to one. Ernie seven to one, VJ seven to one.
3: Zero respect for, for, for VJ. Yeah. How can they all yeah. be that good of odds? It doesn't make any sense. I think
2: it was just like super top heavy. <laughs> yeah. And it yeah. Was, yeah. So
0: So this is um this is the Masters again that got completely messed up schedule wise with with weather throughout the week. The the one thing I did want to point out, you had mentioned Billy Casper earlier. I think what was that, 2002 they sent the letter? So 2005, he shot a 106. <laughs> Really? Yeah, but withdrew uh, and didn't officially post the score. And I believe that was then his last Masters.
2: Oh my God. 106? 106. I did not know that. Who did he play? Any any idea who he played with?
0: I did not look that up. Okay.
3: Are they sending these guys out like (laughs) an hour before the next
1: group? I mean, no, they, you know, it's. You can't just take his Masters away. He's too old. Oh my! <laughs> the, the title of
3: the
2: article is "Casper's Last Shot Ends Up Being 106 of Them." Oh yeah. no! Do
1: you think he could break 106? So he had lo- the Masters. He had With lost those
2: conditions. No way. He would lost 60 pounds and was ready to take on Augusta one last time. I was back. He might have been, but his back wasn't. Shot 34 over, but uh, purposefully failed to turn in his scorecard, so it didn't count. He withdrew from the tournament. So it sounds like there was some injury. His back nine score of 57 would have broken the previous mark of high shots by eight. What
1: do you, what do you guys think about not turning in the score? It's,
3: it's scummy.
2: I think it's
1: scummy.
3: Wait, he went 39-57? I mean, that's, that's pretty cool.
2: He said, quote, we had a lot of fun out there.
3: That's a DJ Pie <laughs> handicap maintenance round. 49-57. Oh, 49
2: <laughs> I have yeah, the yeah. card in my pocket, and I'm going to frame it.
4: <laughs> then he should have posted the score. I agree. If you're going to frame the card. Like, if you're not, if you're not ashamed of it,
3: well, at least, at but least then you got to. You, you
4: wonder if the green jacket said, listen, bud. I that, I think that's far more likely. We're not,
0: we're not doing this.
3: At least you got to put it up on the jam.
0: <laughs> not here,
3: Billy. We're not
4: doing this, Billy. It's over. This is the end of the road.
0: We told you about this three years ago, okay? This is what we were worried about.
3: Casper the dishonest ghost.
0: <laughs> um, So, Tiger, he shot the opening round 74, seven shots back, comes back and shoots a 66 in the second round, but he's still six shots back at DeMarco. So the leaders only get to play – this is, again, the weather. The leaders only get to play nine holes of their third round uh, on Saturday. DeMarco shoots 33. Tiger shoots 31. So he closes the gap a little bit. Um, DeMarco now at the end of day Saturday is 13 under through 45 holes. He's got a four-shot lead on Tiger. Uh, They come out Sunday morning to complete their third round. Uh, Tiger shoots 34. DeMarco shoots 41. So Tiger completely flips the script. Is three shots up going into the final round, which is later in the day than Sunday. That that so has whiffs of the USAM stuff with thirty six hole days, where
4: it's like he closes to one down or whatever heading into the final round on the same day, and then just you know.
2: Well, this is where he had
4: momentum. It's a complete Mongolian reversal.
2: One of those challenges that they used to have in the Tiger Woods video game was, can you birdie seven holes in a row at Augusta? And he, he birdied 7, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, and 13 over two days uh, for round three. So, yeah, he flipped the script. He was six <laughs> back of DeMarco going into round three and left the day three up. Yeah.
0: So those two are paired together? Uh, final round, it's it's really just Tiger and DeMarco, I mean, for, for all intents and purposes. Uh, DeMarco keeps it close the whole final round. Uh, Tiger kind of has a one- to two-shot lead most of the day. Standing on 16, DeMarco trails by one shot. Uh, that's, of course, Tiger pulls his, his uh, tee shot left of the green on 16 and hits the miraculous chip shot. That, the Nike commercial. That that is the Nike commercial. Yeah. So he he obviously makes birdie. Demarco par, So Tiger takes a two shot lead, going to seventeen. He bogeys uh, seventeen, which you know he he never does. And then he follows that with a bogey on eighteen. Uh, Demarco is short of the green on eighteen, hits his chip. Uh, it doesn't hit the flag stick, but it it hits the uh, the lip of the hole. Taps in, and so they're tied. They go to a playoff. 2005 is the first year where the playoff starts on 18. All the previous playoffs had started on number 10. They play 18 again. DeMarco has a similar chip. His, really, it was a bad miss. I mean, they were both in the fairway. Uh, DeMarco just comes up short, rolls off that kind of front, uh, false front on 18. Very similar chip, hits it to like a foot, makes his par, Tiger hits it behind the hole and runs home about a 15-foot birdie putt uh, to win the tournament on the first playoff hole. And then this is the tournament, of course. Phil puts the jacket on Tiger. Uh, redemption for him kind of, you know. Really, I-, I think it's it's momentous in that, you know, he hadn't won a major since 2002, and it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm back.
3: Like, Was that a tough moment for you? When it was Phil put the uh, yeah. it did, did Goodbar sure.
0: send you a bunch of text messages? Of course. Yeah. That's Phil's brother in law.
1: <laughs> were you anti Tiger at this point? a hundred percent.
0: Really? Oh. Very anti Tiger. I'm a Phil guy. I don't <laughs> get why it has to be so binary. You Well, you were a little younger. It was like it was, you wouldn't, it was like, you wouldn't know. It was battle lines, man. It was either you were a Phil guy or a tiger guy. The media set it up that way too.
1: <laughs> you're you're the media now. For sure. So he wins the Masters. Do you think? Uh, that, man, the chip shot just seems like such a—it's just too good to, too good to be real. It a was wheel. a simulation. And with the—well, the I was going to say, I kind of offhand in the last episode with the Morpheus reference, kind of seems like <laughs> took the red pill. Yeah, we, we might have all taken the red pill. Yeah, that was like that's—it seems not like not real in your life.
4: Have you ever seen anything like it? It's back
3: to like the 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 two thousand PGA Valhalla feels like a simulation too. It's interesting to see where the, the,
1: that, where the simulation kicked in. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'd take that off. Uh, the
0: 2005 U.S. Open was at Wingfoot? No, that was 06. Shinnecock? No, mm-hmm. that was a 04. Pinehurst?
1: Oh, great. Oh. Number two. Just shout out to Michael Campbell.
0: Uh, I'd be very impressed if anybody can remember the 18 and 36 hole leader. Jason Gore? No. Oh, good good guess. guess. Good guess. Uh, Martin Keimer? No. (laughs) (laughs) Olin Brown. Mm. Mm. Close. Uh, This is the U.S. Open. Uh, So Olin Brown leads after 36 holes. Uh, Tiger, right in it, open 70-71. But third round, Ratif Goosen surges to a third-round lead with a 69. So he goes into the final round, three up on Olin Brown and Jason Gore. I don't have to tell you guys what happens to – Poor Jason Gore and Retief Goosen in the
1: final round. That's unbelievable. So he w- would have been what three out of five?
2: That's he what opens? He was the key. Out of, he was a killer at six at this time. Yeah, Everyone's this was like, oh, like this is, Goosen's going to close. It's over. It's, yeah, this he was... doesn't miss putts. He makes every eight footer. Like, this he...
0: was at Pinehurst. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Pre-reno, so it looks yeah.
0: completely different. This
2: uh, is the year that John Daly walked off, right? <laughs> Maybe? I think so.
1: I, do, yeah. I don't know about that, okay. but Actually, he made a huge number at number five.
2: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I believe. I thought it was number eight. I think it was. He was long of eight and couldn't Oh shit, green, you so. might be right.
3: Which going right. back, I I could see Solly labeling Michael Campbell as one of the biggest OWGR manipulators of all time. <laughs> Probably was. <laughs>
2: Probably was.
0: Uh, so Tiger's six shots back on into the final round of that 2005 U.S. Open. Uh, the leaders, Retief shoots an 81. Jason Gore shoots an 84. Olin Brown shoots an 80. A guy named Michael Campbell <laughs> <laughs> kind of emerges through that pack. Uh, what's interesting about Tiger, Tiger um, is – he's never like right there, but he's – you know, two, three, four shots back of what will be uh, the winner, Michael Campbell. Um, so Tiger finishes runner up, but it's not like um, he really threatens, threatens as a runner up. But, you know, second place finish at the US Open coming off a Masters win. And then we roll forward. Um, well, question why? Yeah, did sure. those
4: guys shoot all shoot 80 just like was the course playing differently that day? Like was it. Was there a, an outside variable, or were they all just like – No, just – Was it just
0: Choke City? Uh, more Choke City than, like, outside variable, for yeah. sure. I
2: mean, I think Pinehurst is the uh, the place that, like, when it starts going bad for you, it can go bad sure. all day. Like, it, those balls just don't stop on those greens if you can't – if you're not precise. But shooting 25 over in the last group as a <laughs> 2 is pretty sick. Yeah, and then
4: you get a little tim- – you know, you, leave, you roll one over the green, you get a little timid <laughs> on the next putt. Hey,
3: oh, it's coming back to your feet.
0: So he he chases the U.S. Open runner-up with a runner-up at the Cialis Western Open. Shout-out, TC.
3: Low amateur at the U.S. Open in 05.
1: Um, No idea. Uh, Was it Spencer?
3: No, that was 04. (laughs) (laughs) Matt Every. Really? How about that? That's cool. Uh, Matt Every, plus 11. Ryan Moore, plus 16.
1: Oh, this was right after Ryan Moore's epic summer. Exactly. Uh, So we head to
0: the British Open. It's the 134th playing at St. Andrews. It's Mr. Nicholas's official last <laughs> Open Championship. Tiger shoots an opening round 66. He leads Mark Hensby by one shot. Uh, he shoots a second round 67. Leads Monty by four after the second. I, this is just a Tiger. This is, like, clinical Tiger. Like, nobody else ever had a chance. Like, I, there's not even that much interesting stuff to uh, <laughs> to, to talk about, really. Uh, he was two up on Jose Maria Olathabo after the third round, and then he shot a final round 70 to win by five over uh, Monty was the runner-up. Tiger's round was the only round under par in the last 14 groups, his final round 70. So just, like, the most clinical, robotic uh, Tiger victory. Like, it was over. Is that where he, like,
4: decided not to hit driver? Or am I thinking, is that? That's Hoylake. That's Hoylake. Okay. It's next
0: year. Uh, so that's his second major of 2005.
2: That might be the one I want to go back and watch the most. Yeah, I don't like, have any memories. I have no memory of that or, or no, like, placing that or not seeing the highlights enough of it. Maybe because it was just kind of boring and methodical. but
0: Yeah. Um, so then they roll to the PGA championship at Baltusrol, 2005. Huge one for you. Uh, which yeah, Tiger opens with an opening round 75, uh, and then shoots three rounds in the sixties. He ends up finishing two off the lead tied for fourth, but again, isn't really a threat. I mean, he's always there. Uh, this was the one though, that, uh, Mickelson wins his second major in a playoff, uh, or not in a playoff, but on, in a Monday finish, um, over Elkington, and do we think
1: that one at Baltusrol was faked, uh, like 2016?
0: No, because it's Phil, so Randy yeah, can't support so. that. Yeah,
1: I mean, what do you want me to say? Like almost, considering his record, it almost <laughs> would make it more likely that it was faked. Uh, so he caps.
0: Well, after the PGA, he he wins the. You guys will be shocked. He wins the Firestone the NEC Invitational. Is that when he finished in the dark? That was 2000.
4: He, I think 05 was maybe when he beat Furik. Okay. Could be. Hey, that. that was
0: 2000 that long yeah, ago? Yeah. God, I thought that was more recent. How about that, huh? <laughs> yeah, I don't know I don't have who he uh who he beat. So so he he regains the, the big takeaways 2005, he regains was his number one uh, at the 05 NEC Invitational. DeMarco. DeMarco had a little stretch there. Um Tiger regains his number one world world ranking, uh wins all the player of the year awards and, um, you know, it is, is back. He's, he is the cat. So he wins Buick and Doral again, just like 2005. This is in 2006. Wins Buick at Torrey Pines, wins Doral. Uh Heads to the Masters, shoots his opening round 72. But weirdly, you know, again, this is like what, DJ, I think what you were saying is, like, he doesn't truly threaten, but he finishes tied for third three back. So it's like he he's... He never is like, it's not, he's not a non-factor, but he's also not really like
1: a threat. He kind of
0: has like a, instead of a backdoor top 10 Kucher vibe, it's like a backdoor top
4: three.
1: He's like guarding the door. Yeah. <laughs> he's just yeah. always, he's yeah. just always lingering. He's like the bouncer. No, he's the bouncer at the <laughs> VIP. Yeah, exactly. Rope. He's inside yeah. the
4: club. Yeah. But it's, it's like the inner sanctum.
1: He's kind of, and he's kind of keeping a lot of people out too. Yeah. it's like, oh, <laughs> Tiger's still up there. I don't know. Uh, yeah
0: of course everybody knows who wins the 2006 masters listen of course you want to linger on this one for a little longer mr mickelson uh so the the masters has now gone mickelson in 04 tiger in 05 mickelson in 06 it's like i I, this is the peak of when the the jack arnie like you know hey tiger phil this is this is the rivalry we need like this is going to be the best thing in golf forever um Tiger two to one to win that, that
2: one, and, and Phil eight to one to win that one.
0: Doesn't play after the masters doesn't play again until the U.S. Open. Uh, this is because on May 3rd, 2006, something very momentous happens in Tiger's life.
3: Earl passes away.
0: Earl passes away. Tiger, speaking of his dad, says, quote, "My dad was my best friend and greatest role model." He was an amazing dad, coach, mentor, soldier, husband, and friend. I wouldn't be where I am without him. Uh, so this is – obviously this is, you know, just unbelievably difficult and kind of the first real tragedy or real adversity, I would say, that that Tiger deals with, uh, at least as it pertains to kind of his, his life and, and how it affects his golf career. So – Long story short, his first start after all of this is the U.S. Open at Wingfoot, and it's the only cut he misses in, in a major in, these, you know, in this four-year window. I want to ask you guys a, a trivia question, though. The, the missed cut for him at Wingfoot is the first miscut cut in a major as a professional that Tiger has. How many cuts had he made in a row? At majors or total? And majors. As a professional. As a professional. Yeah. I had to be like forty 42, forty some Forty six. Thirty-nine. I had made thirty-nine straight majors or uh, cuts at a major as a professional.
3: Seems good. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: I don't have to tell you guys what happens at this US Open at Wingfoot. Phil's going for Needs no introduction. For for his third straight major, gases it and uh He hit it off the hospitality tent. Yeah. Finishes, finishes runner-up. So Tiger gets back into it. He plays the Western Open, uh, gets a runner-up finish, and then we move to the British Open. Played at Royal Liverpool that that year. Um, the cat's back. The, the cat, again, just a clinical, clinical win. Opens with a 67 over GMAC. Second round, 65. Puts him one up over Ernie Els. And then... Um, DeMarco, Ells, and Sergio are all one one shot back. Just had, to just to clarify final here,
2: final GMAC round. opened with 66. Tiger shot 67 in round one. So GMAC had the one shot. Oh, excuse me. One. That's yeah. quite, that's no,
0: great. you're exactly right. And then this is Tiger shoots a final round 67. This is the other runner-up that DeMarco has to Tiger in a major.
3: Um, what a loaded final leaderboard. Cat, DeMarco, Ells, Furyk, Garcia, Tonihara, of course. Angel Cabrera, hot Carl Patterson. And uh Andres Romero, Adam Scott.
2: I'm assuming you're gonna hit us with the quote from uh, after that final round from the cat on no, Sergio. Please. Like no, please. No, please. I just bludgeoned Tweety Bird. <laughs> we played <laughs> the fun around with Sergio in the dumbass yellow outfit. <laughs> and uh I forget he texted that to somebody or he texted Hank Haney or something and said, I just bludgeoned Tweety Bird. <laughs> That's hard yeah. to argue.
0: Very hard to argue. Uh the PGA championship, he I mean guys, he he just he wins. It's at Medina. Shout out, just outside Chicago. Uh, DJ,
4: guys, surprise, he wins.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I don't, I don't know. I guess in my research, it was just like, okay, shoots opening 69, 68, uh, but he he he's actually not not. Uh, he doesn't have the 36 hole lead. He's in a battle with uh, Luke Donald at that point. This is Chicago's own. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, we'll throw, throw the trivia out for the group. Who finished runner-up to Cat at the 06 PGA? Because it's a name that people like to make fun of a lot Yeah, for having a major championship, but he almost had two.
1: Ben Curtis? Mm-mm.
3: Todd Hamilton.
2: Sean McKeel.
3: Really? There you have it. How about that?
0: Well, I will say, in, in my four-year window, the runner-ups to Tiger's six major wins are, as you just said, Sean McKeel, Chris DeMarco twice, Monty, uh, Rocco Mediate, of course, will be the, the end one at the U.S. Open. Does anybody know the other one? I mean, you're never going to get it, I don't think. But Woody Austin. Oh, so sweet. it's like, you know, he, he's not – with a little bit of space from this, he's not – it's not exactly a murderer's row. It's I kind mean, of guys that got lightning in a bottle Yeah, one week. And yeah. Then, yeah, they,
4: they, but the, the moment might be too big for him. And the cat is the jackal, so he's just a professional killer.
3: It seemed like in a few of these, the cat just ran away. I mean, nobody else was even on the same playing field.
0: That's what happened. Medina comes out and shoots a, a course record tying 65 in the third round, and it's just like, that's it. Um dope. Yeah. like it, it. it's just never it, like it's just not close on on sunday then that that this
2: like yeah that time period i remember the least about ironically like it,
0: i i think the word yeah. that just uh, is so associated with it is like everything is just clinical yeah. like it's it's just, just it's
1: boring where it just, yeah. it's just like oh yeah no of course oh he didn't win oh weird what yeah. happened
0: or it's like oh a tiger shot 67 this week like yeah he's gonna win i guess like you know like you and your dad like yeah I'm going to go play golf. Like, Tigers <laughs> going to win this one. So he sweeps, he of course sweeps the player of the year awards. Uh is ranked number 1 in the world. 2007, he wins his traditional Buick Invitational and Doral uh to start 2007.
4: I would feel like this is also the peak of like Billboard Tiger. Like Gatorade, Accenture. Like he's just he's like on every airport billboard. He's just like,
0: you know, the
3: This is probably the peak of like Perkins Tiger too, right? Yes. It's
0: probably true. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> we wouldn't have known it, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Perkins Tiger. So the 2007 Masters TC. Do you remember who won the 2007 Masters?
3: Yeah, I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs>
2: That's the year of the great stink at Augusta. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the the, the Zach
0: Johnson uh, victory. I thought interestingly. Um, Saturday, like Saturday, was the apocalyptic day. If you if you remember, ZJ ends up winning over par. Uh, Saturday winds gusted to over thirty miles per hour, and there was no score carded under seventy. So nobody shot in the sixties on on Saturday. Fingers crossed, we get one of those days in November.
3: Uh, yeah, I hope it's biblical. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, there was a name that does. Does anybody does anybody remember uh, poor Brett Wederick? Mm.
4: Yes, because he's everybody. on the. Ryder Cup poster in the bathroom at the Kill House. <laughs> so every time I take a pee downstairs,
0: I look at him. I'm like, Brett Wetterich was on the on the was 06 Ryder Cup team? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's wild, man. <laughs> I And I believe he was in the final group on Saturday, and that's the, the apocalyptic conditions, and he shot 83. And that I'm not sure if anybody that ever that heard it from him. <laughs> I'm not sure if anybody ever heard from Brett Wetterich again after that.
3: That was the year Sabatini was uh... – Tied for the lead, going into or after thirteen.
0: On on Sunday. On Sunday, yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> Rory Sabatini, Masters winner, would have been wild.
4: Yeah. Would you guys? Bit off topic. Would you say a good comparison for ZJ would be David Toms? Hmm.
1: I feel
2: like that. Two, the two majors. Makes puts them in a different category. Unfortunately, I think. But yeah, I mean, it's I not think a bad. I would thing. say I think
3: there's a is... big asterisk on the on the, on the British <laughs> that's Open. <true>. That's <laughs> What kind of asterisk? Both Tom?
2: historically laid Both up to win majors. majors. <laughs> that's what I'm
3: saying.
1: Smaller guys, cash machines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. That's a good take. Yeah, Police. but I mean,
2: you're just completely discounting ZJ's uh, military service. That's, that's a no good point. His rec- record as a civilian, I believe. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, in addition to Sabo. Tiger actually eagle 13 on Sunday was one shot back, uh, but part out and obviously never caught Zach Johnson. But did finish like this was a, a runner-up finish at Augusta for Tiger. 2000 U.S. Open. anybody remember where that was? Oh seven. Oakmont oh, U.S. That's Open. Exactly oh, right. Was this the
3: duck? On hell. This
0: was the duck. Yeah. A few things. Few few good nuggets to uh, to pull out of this. First of all, Tiger finishes runner-up again. Like he. <laughs> Like, absolutely could have won. Um, but uh, first round leader, two under, was Nick Doherty. If anybody remembers that name.
1: Tiger was runner up
0: here, you said? Married to yeah. the uh, Tiger would finish runner Sky up. Sky
1: Sports or BBC uh, woman. Is, is that right? Die Doherty, yeah. Oh. The one who was in the NXT commercials with Scott Van Pelt for a long time.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, heading into the weekend, Tiger is five back. Onhell uh, is your 36-hole leader. He uh, leads by one over Bubba and a host of others. Wow! Onhell actually shot a 30. Uh, excuse me, a 76 in the third round. Aaron Baddeley grabs the uh, 54-hole lead. He is uh, cumulative plus two. He's two ahead of Tiger, who shot a third-round 69. Bads subsequently ejects in the final round with an 80. <laughs> <laughs> he,
3: made, uh, he made like a triple or a quad on the first hole, right? Uh,
0: yeah, it was like it was over in a hurry for uh for, for, for poor bads. But this is where Onhell uh has his his kind of welcome to the golf world final round, uh and darts. Uh
1: go the goat drive on eighteen. Uh, yes, yeah. Um uh, until of course twenty sixteen.
3: Thank you. Yeah.
1: So on Angel, um
0: ends up. Winning the tournament, of course. Tiger uh bogey's eleven to move one back to fall one back of on hell and then can't find a birdie coming in and finishes one shot back as uh as runner up. That, th- that one
3: feels like it got away. He doubled three, birdied four, and then all pars coming in except for the the, the uh, bogey on eleven. Yeah finish God.
0: But that's where like Cabrera made some shots, too. Like yeah. Cabrera, you know, I think everybody was expecting Cabrera to make a bogey or kind of fall apart down the stretch, and and he held on. The guy just waddled right in. He was a treasure. He is. Yeah. Uh, the only other score I want to point out, uh, some guy named Anthony Kim shot a final round 67 at Oakmont that year.
3: There's There was a Swede that, that finished T3. You guys know who it was? Henny Otto? No. I don't think he's Swedish. Was it Jesper?
4: No, it's on the screen, so I won't say.
2: <laughs> Hot Carl Patterson.
3: Nicholas Fast. Ah, sure.
4: I was looking on Tron Scantron.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Fast played the, the back nine on Sunday, two under par. That actually that's might be
4: a good in. nickname for TC, the Scantron. <laughs> <laughs> Always speaking up, talking over people in class. Uh, of course, idea.
1: lends itself to Scantron.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: disgusting, man. The
0: 2007. Uh, British Open was at Carnoustie. Uh, This was where Patrick Harrington defeated Sergio in a playoff. And weirdly, this is like where Tiger just wasn't a factor. He finished tied for 12th. And, uh, you know, uh, concerning Tiger Tiger He's guarding the door. Yeah. I mean, yeah, tied for 12th, great result for most everybody. But it it just wasn't truly never a threat. And that's when Sergio gassed it. He bogeyed 18, yeah. Bogeyed 18, right? Yeah, okay. Um, so then they come back to the PGA, which is at Southern Hills, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. Shout out the temperatures were like, it was like 105. over hundred and <laughs> five hundred degrees that week. Tiger shoots the first round 71, six back, nowhere near the top of the board. Comes about in the second round and shoots a major tying 63. I don't know if you guys remember his putt on 18. Lipper Magoo, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, like the most Lipper Magoo. Watching the highlights from from that championship like violently horseshoed that that final uh, the final cup, which would have been a 62 Tiger post game says you know and is hamming it up says he shot 62 and a half. Uh.
3: <laughs> Going back to uh, not to take us off track here, but 07 British Open. that was the one that Andres Romero made 10 birdies in the final round. Led by two at one point in the final round. Doubled 17, bogeyed 18 to miss the playoff by one. Mm. Wow.
0: Mm. He is the Argentinian mamba.
3: (laughs) He birdied eight, bogeyed nine, birdied 10, birdied 11, doubled 12, birdied 13, 14, 15, and 16, doubled 17, bogeyed 18. So he didn't have a par after seven. That's pretty sick. I kind of
0: remember him like
3: being off the plant. Like he
0: was hitting yeah. from some really weird, uh, w- really weird spots. So the PGA Tiger 63 uh, gives him gives him a uh, two shot lead over Oklahoma's own Scott Verplank. Mm. Going into the weekend, and this is where, like, clinical Tiger takes over. Like, ho-hum 69, three-shot lead going into the final round. Could be
1: an instance of everyone just getting sleepy with the hot temperature. And then, yeah, and
0: then a final (laughs) round 69, kind of the same deal. This was the Woody Austin runner-up. And Austin, you know, he he punched, but it – you just don't have a chance. Like he He's never Woody really Alistair. had a chance. Yeah, Tiger with the win improves to thirteen and zero in majors when <laughs> holding a share of the fifty-four hole lead. This is the the PGA Championship win is the second in a row. He had won the uh, the week before, and what would be the fourth win in five weeks to close the season for him. So. Just like, and of course, goes on to win the FedEx Cup as well. Yeah, Uh, like I think Tiger just was like sucking oxygen at this point. Like there just wasn't
3: like it just wasn't enough resources for everybody
2: else. It was was just all him. Like I think like to that point, it was mania was done. And I'm not I'm not saying this was boring, but like I, I'm just as we go through these, I'm like, Yeah, I don't really have memories of these Damn. like I do. Totally. Right, that's it. the thing. Yeah. Like
0: I feel like you gave like cult for one and I'm like, there are a couple highlights, like the lipping for sixty two on eighteen, yeah. but then it's just like it's just Yeah, he just goes out and plays really good golf. It feels like Empire
4: Building. Yeah. I
3: feel like some of these oh, venues. Like 06. the Roman Empire. It's like,
4: yeah, they're up at Hadrian's Wall.
3: Like <laughs> I mean, 06, like 07, go? there's not a whole lot of flair in the venues either. Well,
2: this is oh seven uh PGAs, of course, where he does the the big pimp step or the the big fist pump and steps on the sprinkler head. Oh, of course, the it's knee buckling. Yeah, yeah, that was on Golf Channel last night. I couldn't believe it. I was like sitting there just doing pre- preparation, just had Golf Channel in the background, and uh, that that highlight of him like his knee weirdly buckling on a fist pump. It's right there.
1: That could have
0: been the, the beginning been of the it. end. Could have been it. Well, speaking of that, uh, so we we start the 2008 season. He wins Buick, of course. I mean, Tory Pines, like, Tiger, unbelievable. (laughs) Dude, just chill out.
3: Which, in all these same years, he probably won Bay Hill, too, right?
0: This year, he wins Bay Hill, wins match play. So, he's won five. He's won his last five starts on tour, uh, plus plus the Target World Championship. And we come to the Masters. And the the 2008 Masters. He's won his
1: last five starts on tour. (laughs) It's
0: just. Like, for the second time, I think, in his career, you know? Like, he had already he already done that. Um, he he doesn't really threaten at the uh the 2008 Masters, but he finishes runner up. <laughs> but this was I totally for I kind of blocked it out. I, this I, didn't, I didn't realize how well Tre- Trevor Immelman played oh, yeah. that year.
2: He was a clean one fifty to one to win that. Tiger was one and a half to one. Yeah, Immelman <laughs> dusted him. And I think
0: Immelman had like a six shot lead going into the final round. Two shot lead. Two shot. Oh, okay, so he must have been six up on Tiger. That's what I had in my mm-hmm. notes. But Immelman shot a final round 75 and still won by three yeah. shots, <laughs> which is... That might be the most boring of the
2: last 20 years.
0: Yeah, I and mean, I think that's why. It's like I've blocked it out. Like I, I, I have no real memories of that event. He
2: was up by like five or six and then doubled 16 and still just like cruised to a win.
0: Yeah. Like I think the Zach Johnson wing gets... Made fun of for a lot of reasons, but the Immelman <laughs> yeah. year was really like the worst Masters <laughs> really? in my lifetime. Yeah, was
4: that when Sneds was in the in the hunt and they like he shot seventy seven, broke down and got it's really cried, yeah. emotional, <laughs> yeah. Which I listen, I'm not faulting the guy. Right. Right. Steve really.
3: Flash from, but I from I Northern Kentucky memory. shot seventy eight final round yeah. to finish six back.
0: So where we go from here though is is very significant. Tiger finishes up the Masters. Early April, and then on April fifteenth, undergoes arthroscopic knee surgery. He, Maybe a sight of blood spinning. Yeah, <laughs> it, it it's it's somewhat um, I won't say routine, but it's not it's not overly um, what's the word I'm looking for invasive catastrophic. Yeah, invasive or catastrophic. Thank you. But unbeknownst to anybody, and what would come out later is during his rehab, he suffered a double fracture of his left tibia. And so this this is what that's what puts him on one leg. Then going into the 2008 U.S. Open at Torrey Pines, um, and He's dying to get back in the squat rack
3: and the kill house. Yeah.
0: If anybody can name either of the first round leaders at at the 2008 U.S. Open at Torrey Pines, Bobby Gates. Bobby Gates
1: is a good guess, but no. I thought he was. Or no? Uh, oh God, I know it because Smart used to Gates. talk about this all the time. Uh, Justin Hicks
0: Yes That's right (laughs) Yeah Yeah. Justin Hicks And Kevin Streelman Shared the uh, The first round Lead Tiger opened Just outside Chicago (laughs) Really Wheaton Illinois Yeah Uh, Very cool Tiger (laughs) opened up With a one over 72 But then comes back In the second round Shoots a 68 Puts him At minus two For the tournament And one back Of the 36 hole leader Which was Rocco Not Rocco Stuart Appleby. Hmm. Shoots a third-round 70. I mean, kind of, again, pretty clinical golf. Golfing his ball, navigating Torrey. He's exceptionally familiar with Torrey. Uh, has had unbelievable career success there. They shouldn't even be having U.S. Opens there, <laughs> considering his record. I mean, I I would listen to that for <laughs> sure. He, he takes the lead, so it's he about, captures... like He might as well
1: do it at his, like, backyard, uh, his backyard chipping setup that he's got at yeah. Jupiter.
0: I mean, it's, it's honestly... He captures the lead though in the in the third round, which of course is significant. He's thirteen and zero when uh, holding a share of the fifty-four hole lead.
2: Uh, Lee Westwood is one shot back, and Rocco is two shots back. He captures it, draining a sick thirty-five foot eagle on the last. <laughs> bite. And Dan Hicks yells, "There's your leader," <laughs> which was pretty dope. And he eagle thirteen on the back nine that day too, and chipped in on seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> was it was the eagle on thirteen the one where he like sculled and hit the up. pin and no. The, that was the seventeen chip in was uh, was the one he got way too much ball and, and the guy in the in the no one in the crowd has ever nailed something better than the one guy in the crowd that goes one time <laughs> and it drops right in the hole <laughs> and the cheer the cheers and the sound from that round are like some of my favorite golf memories ever like the great the, outfit too with the the blue uh, mm-hmm. with the black vest mm-hmm. God I love that 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 day was because that was like, he like you said he never. He would only won from ahead, so like getting ahead on that Saturday was like seen as the most important thing.
0: It, it felt like yes, he's now captured the lead. He's absolutely going to win on on Sunday if his knee holds up. It's over, it's If his knee, I mean, he is limping. That's true. And then he's, he, he's limping. He's
3: he doubles the first hole on Sunday.
0: He double. He comes out Sunday, doubles the first hole for the third time Three that week. Four, yes. oh my yeah,
1: God.
0: I think we all know where this is headed. So I just want to. Point out some some highlights or lowlights. Uh, Rocco shot seventy one. He just uh, so close to birdieing seventeen, but he he finishes before Tiger. So he's not playing with Tiger. So he's he's the leader in the clubhouse. Tiger bogeys 15 and actually trails by one shot at that point. So he he goes to 16t down one shot, has to have a birdie coming in. Par 16, par 17. So now of course the par five 18th, he hits it into the right rough. If you'll remember, and with his uh, with his layup, so he's somewhat out of position. Watching the the broadcast, there you know they they really question one how good the lie is. Is he going to get the ball to stop? Et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it's kind of a front pin. His approach shot, his third shot from the right rough, he gets the ball to spin backwards, which I think is a pretty underrated, like, you know, US Open rough. Um, you got to remember this is pre 2010. <laughs> yeah. But the, the ball actually backs up, uh, leaving him, you know, the the 12 foot breaker that he has to have to get into the 18 foot breaker. Westwood, I, I think another underrated aspect of this. Westwood uh, hits his approach shot uh, onto a very similar line as uh, as Tigers and Westwood misses his putt which would have gotten him into the playoff as well. So Tiger steps up, hits his putt, has a good feel for, you know, kind of what the ball's going to do. This is the Dan Hicks, expect anything different. Of course makes the putt. Like I <laughs> I don't know. Like when you talk about a, a 12-foot putt with break and like I don't know. It it both felt like, of course, he's going to make it. But, like, what if he misses that? Like, it's such a missable putt.
3: At the end of the day, on probably pretty bumpy greens. Oh, yeah. It's crazy.
4: Well, it's kind of like juxtaposed that against
0: our memories of Phil growing up.
3: A, right, of course, he's gonna miss this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly it.
4: Right. And, and the
0: ball kind of curls in too. Oh yeah, like it, it, it yeah. catches some. Lip. Did he putt before Westwood?
1: No, Westwood okay. puts first. And okay, so, so it look.
0: wasn't like the exact same line, but it, yeah. but he gets a decent, you know, and he, he would have gotten some. Yeah, and also some,
1: he's won some, on that green, one hundred and fifty times. Read. Yeah,
0: yeah. So that was just the moment where it's like, yeah, man, like literally his whole career, like every coin flip scenario. Has gone his way, which is amazing to to think about. And was, I can't remember if like the going to his knees on the tee
4: shots, was that Sunday or was that Monday? I don't know if he did he go full
1: knees or was that later? Was that late? I thought that was in the US
4: Open when he was like. Well, because this was his last start. Yeah. Because he was like, you know, like dropping to his knees in pain and like limping off the tee box. And I can't remember if that was during the weekend. I'm
0: guessing it would have been at least throughout the weekend yeah. and and into Monday. So, uh yeah, the 18 hole playoff which is just exceptional. I mean, it goes back and forth. Again, Tiger comes to 18 needing birdie to tie. <laughs> Again, he gets it. Like, well, you so know. I watched this uh this is
4: summer after my senior year and I'm working out for football at Marist High School and our the guy that runs the weight room, Coach Mandy. The the Marist. School. The, the Marist school uh has the has it on tv at a tv in his office and it's like a bunch of meat sticks up there you know summer like some high school kids and other guys going to play in college and it was like the peak of like everybody just being like like oh i'm into golf all of a sudden like all these non-golf fans up there and like you know like ti- everyone's a tiger expert at this point it's like the peak of like just the mania like oh, of course she makes that like yeah you know it was just such a such a vivid memory of watching the the playoff on monday uh, like everybody's like supposed to be working out, but they're all just huddled around the small TV, you
0: know, in the uh, strength and conditioning coach's office. Mm-hmm. So that's funny. Well, and I should have mentioned too. I I didn't see any of the final round, but shout out Sirius XM Radio. I was in the car driving home from Philadelphia for, from a wedding that day and listened to the final, the whole final round. Uh, it was, but it was captivating. So yeah, Tiger. Uh, it wasn't as difficult a putt. Um, he he wedged it much closer, but makes his birdie putt to force sudden death. Now, uh, for some reason, they go to hole number seven, which I'm not sure how. Yeah, that was so weird how they decided that. on that. Whether it was like a random. Tiger's four
2: under on this hole this week. Let's go to this hole.
0: Well, I was gonna <laughs> ask. Do you, does anybody have any insight, like on how the seventh hole? I I couldn't really find anything on on how this like how they picked the sudden death hole. No,
1: that's a fantastic question. But they
0: – they, yeah, so they go to the seventh. Uh, it's a par four. Uh, and, and this is where it's like – it was a, a bit melodramatic, I guess, the the ending here. Uh, Rocco hits his approach way left. Tiger wedges it to the front of the green Has I don't know, a, a, a good-sized birdie putt. But, but Rocco's got a pitch on. He's got a 20-foot par putt. Um, so Tiger – lags up his uh, birdie putt, taps in for par, Rocco's got the 20-footer that he has to make now to force uh, another sun death hole, and runs it by on the high side. Uh, so it, it kind of, you know,
2: just... A, a military flyover is going on right now <laughs> in honor of, uh, of honor of Tiger's 14th uh, major victory. It, it doesn't,
0: and the, the only, I guess, regret I have is like for such an iconic tournament, the actual ending is like Tiger hitting a little yeah. six incher in, and then you know we got to wait for Rocco to to miss his twenty footer. What
1: did they shoot in the in the playoff?
3: Do you remember seventy uh, T- seventy one. Yeah. So I, I, I'd like to mention just yeah, please. Th- three amateurs made the cut. Do you know who they were? I don't. Two thousand eight.
2: Uh, no, no. Ricky Fowler was one of them.
3: Oh, oh damn. Uh, Derek Derek Fathauer. I uh, finished 15 over, Ricky finished 13 over, Michael Thompson finished 8 over. How about that?
0: So this was Tiger's 14th major. He's 14 and 0 now when holding a share of the 54 hole lead. And shortly after this tournament, he announces he has to have surgery uh, to repair his ACL and misses the remainder of the
1: 2008 <laughs> season. And I I don't want to jump on any of TC's research, but uh imagine somebody Coming to you right then when he makes that putt on 18 at Torrey and being like, "Yo, check it out! It's gonna be 11 years before he wins another one." <laughs> no. It's like no chance. Uh, uh, do you have to amputate his leg? Is that <laughs> yeah. is that why? There was that was not in the realm of possibility.
0: So
3: and then we got the Podrick Slam after that. <laughs> the,
1: yeah. So so
0: to put a bow on my four year window, it's it's the it's the Hank Haney, you know, the big miss the. Just just clinical uh, surgical tiger era, in my opinion. Good stuff, Randy. Good Thank stuff, Randy. Randy.
3: Thank you. Thank you, Randy. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. We are your Erby. So yeah, uh, Harrington wins both the British and the PGA that year picking up.
0: Which kind of is like the Houston Rockets winning exactly. when when Jordan The NBA was championships on the two yeah. yeah. Well said.
3: Um, yeah, so we're on to we're on two thousand nine. And uh, T six at the Masters. Anybody know who won that one?
2: Uh, Two thousand nine, be the duck.
3: Correct. That was I found. I found it interesting. It was Cabrera, Campbell, and Perry, like all the way through the tournament. Shout out to KP. Like, a, like it wasn't really anybody else. It was just those three, kind of tough finish. Go and, back to our what if guys. Podcast. And shout
4: out to uh, Billy Payne for maybe yeah. the first RIP cat. That was not 10. yet. Oh, that, that was, was 10. 10. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought that was 09.
3: Yeah. So 9. Yeah, this is, you know, 09 is is uh you know, is is we're still like you know, everybody's Every still squeaky clean still. With, yeah. With yeah. the cat. Um but yeah, cat, you know, it was it was not great. T6 is obviously a good good finish, but um but yeah, he just wasn't really in the mix. 70 72 70 68 finishes T6 with John Merrick, Steve Flesh, and Steve Stricker.
0: I I will point out that uh the week bu- or not the week but his his start before the Masters was Bay Hill which he won and that was the week where he was in jeopardy of losing his number 1 ranking uh, cuz he had been injured all of 2008 so Mickelson when sp- was when he spiked his hat on the ground after he made that play. Yeah. That was Mickelson insane. was uh was closing and uh Tiger comes out and wins Bay Hill when he has. <laughs> Think about that
4: he just hangs on a number 1 in the world doesn't play.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he was up
5: by a lot. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll we'll move ahead to, to 2009 U.S. Open. That's at Bethpage. Lucas Glover. Oh, Lucas Glover won. Cat was nine he back was, going to the final oh, round. Okay. Um, finishes uh, finishes T six there as well. I was say he was kind of sniffing. Uh, shot an opening He's round, round the 74. Door. Yeah, yeah. Just really didn't you know he didn't get all that close, but it was it was A weird guest list that he was protecting up there. At yeah. That
1: one. Lucas Glover, Duvall, Duval. Phil. <laughs> uh,
3: misses the cut at the British at Turnberry. That was the one won by our friend Stuart Sink. Of course. Um, over, he missed over, the cut that week. Over Mr. Watson. Tiger shoots 71, 74 to miss the cut. kind of a tough scene all the way around. And then the PGA at Hazeltine. This was really when, I think, a small part of the cat died.: maybe a large part. Yeah. 67.: 67, when the four began. 67 <laughs> 70, 71 plays a pretty flawless first three rounds. shoots 75 in the final round, and Y.E. Yang just just conquers his soul.
1: So He was sorry, he was leading going into the final round.
3: It was
2: type, uh, yes,
3: right? Wasn't that
1: because was yeah, the break? It was the first night. that's where yeah, the streak yeah. broke, right?
2: Yeah,
3: going into the final round, it was Tiger solo leader minus eight, Padrig minus six, YEA minus six. So, and two then, shot lead, yeah. YE shoots 70, Tiger shoots 75, you know, YE, uh, Eagles 14, Bogey 17, Birdie's 18, but yeah, Tiger. He was tied after 13, and then birdies 14 to Yang's eagle, and then bogey's the last two, 17 and 18.
1: Yang was just hybriding him to death. (laughs) Yeah. So
0: with hindsight, do you guys think like the numbers, the the probabilities just finally caught up with Tiger or – do you like how much weight do you put on? Because this would have been like the off course stuff was. He just couldn't make any putts. Was crazy at this point, but but he was winning. He was winning regular PGA tournaments. Like I I I think what's interesting, and in, and I guess what I'm trying to ask is like, did anything really change, or was it just like an inevitability at some point he was going to lose a 54 hole
2: lead. <sighs>
1: Good question. I mean, who it's could kind of be, say? Who, first <laughs> of all, who <laughs> could say?
2: When you get that many coin flips that land the right side up, like it, some of them are gonna are gonna flip. You know?
1: A couple quick shout-outs to Why Yang first lifting the golf bag up over his head, one of the all-time <laughs> great so celebrations. Two, one of my favorite stories from uh, my days at the PJ Tour. I forget who originally heard this, but it's just been passed on forever now. But he's signing auto- uh, Why Yang signing autographs after one of the rounds. And then all these kids just kept shouting at him, like, KJ, 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 oh. <laughs> sign, my, sign my autograph, sign my autograph. And one of these, uh, I, I, sorry to whoever it was, whoever story I'm stealing, but tour staff was kind of walking by him. He's just, they hear him just muttering
2: to himself. It's uh, always KJ, never YE. <laughs> I think KJ, somebody, I remember seeing this written afterwards, was like, um, KJ was at one point tied for the lead on the back nine with Tiger and was 10 to one. To win. And and they said the the bookmaker later said, I didn't no regrets. Like, that guy was not going to beat Tiger Wood. Like, you you can't, he was not going to do it. He should not have done it.
3: I do want to give a shout out to Padre Harrington going for his um, back to back PGAs. Makes a quintuple bogey on the par three eighth hole to drop from T2 to uh, tie for 10th. So, tough scene. A little bit of a what if there for Padre. No doubt plays tiger jam that off season. Um, right. but, it, and it, it starts to emerge that that the Achilles was also uh, in bad shape as well. This is where right. you know, we start to hear the, the full extent of the injuries from the US open, um, uh, the year prior. And then, um, so going in, in 2010,
1: first of all, the whole world explodes in, in, in 2009, yeah, I, mean, I don't
3: think we need to relitigate that <laughs> just for um, context. Yeah. You know, we're we're, we're talking entire about major All right,
1: so had, it's a major incident, based on Neil's definition uh, in the geez, first episode. So major. <laughs> it's a major major incident. He
3: finishes T four <laughs> at the Masters, in ten,
1: which is fucking insane. That was nuts. We haven't
3: played after anything after Billy Payne, when the most self righteous speech of all time, uh, the blue curtain at the PG at PGA Ponte HQ.
1: Pontevedra Pontevedra. Pontevedra. What's the blue curtain? The apology. Oh, that was press okay. conference.
2: Yeah, he shoots his lowest first round ever. I think right at Augusta, sixty-eight. Pretty sure that oh, was his I think lowest. You're right. Ever. I think yeah. that would be the first. Yeah. Who
3: wins tournament. that one? Solly.
2: A win for the family.
3: Correct. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. So I mean, I think everybody's kind of. Neil's trying to, to go. Who like, was? <laughs> no, it's Phil. Okay. <laughs> he, it,
1: that was his first tournament back, right? After all the yes, yes. scandal. After everything, hadn't played anything. Yeah. He comes and finishes T4. Well, at I was the thinking, I was just what I
4: was just thinking about there was did he take the you know, we talk about tiger finding fuel from like made up slights. It's like, did he take the Billy Payne thing and say like
3: how sick would that have been? I tiger know. and Billy Payne in butler Cabin. and <laughs> like how does my ass taste <laughs> <like>? <laughs> Yeah.
0: Billy Payne I don't think has gotten enough uh does he need God? hate or derision or whatever. Like that was ugh, everything about that was just like Fuck you, man. <laughs>
2: yeah. The cat shot, I mean, 68, 70, 70, 69 that week. Yeah. Like, that's good enough to win a lot of, a lot of masters.
3: It was, it was a win for the family, though. So we head to the U.S. Open at his old, you know, Pebble, which obviously I don't, I don't have to tell you guys his, his record at Pebble.
1: <laughs> Comfy spot. Yeah.
3: Doesn't get off to a great start. 74, 72. You know, really, really kind of trying to glue it together a little bit and shoots sixty six in the third round. This is one of the ones that I don't really remember.
2: That's the crispy tan outfit day sweater. Okay. The, tan, the tanable outfit. But this was a good one. <laughs> tan- and then when he hits the shot from underneath the tree into eighteen. Like that was that was a sexy, sexy day. The Bobcat.
3: So he's uh he's five back going into the final round. Dustin Johnson is uh he has three shot lead over GMAC. Uh, five shots up over Tiger, six shots up over Ernie and Gregory Hevre Hevray, and then seven shots up over Mickelson. This was really one of the what ifs that I don't I didn't really remember Tiger being in, in the mix all that much in this one. Tiger really gasses it in this one in my opinion. You know, bogey's one, bogey's four, bogey's six, first birdie of the day on seven, gives it right back on eight, bogey's ten, bogey's twelve. Bogey's six, did you say? Bogey's six. Well, four and six are yeah. tough bogeys. Um, bogeys, 14 and 16. So only had, or sorry, bogeys uh, uh, 12 and then birdies 14 to get it back to three over. But McDowell's in, in firm control at that point. McDowell leaked a little bit of oil coming home. It was four under through eight overall and then finished it even. And so, what DJ
4: shoot, 81? DJ shot 81. That was, 82. 82. 82. Yeah, yeah. So he, uh, do you think the cat
3: lost that one? Or? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, think, I think you're burying the lead there. 76. Uh, or, no, wins. you know, it, but DJ was, he was, he was out of it after, you know, he, he, DJ part the first hole, you know. People, for, you can, people forget so, that. Yeah. That's all you can ask for, yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> was so, this before or
1: after he was the greatest player of all time?
3: Uh, this is pre. Yeah, okay. This is very much pre. Yeah. Um, and low amateurs at that at, at that US Open?
1: Uh Peter
3: Ulan. Russell Henley and Scott Langley tied. Plus mm. eight. So um, but yeah, just kind of high scores at that at, at that open. Davis love the third, plus four. Um he, he was he finished one shot back of Tiger. So I thought that was an interesting one. Twenty ten P- British open.
1: Everybody loses by a million.
3: Yeah, Louis just boat races the this field. This is back at St. Andrews? Yeah. Louis boat races Louis the field. What, the seven? rib shoots a 63 in the first round.
2: Follows it with 80? Yeah. Tough draw. That's pretty This sick.
3: is when Cat was um, between putters. He, oh. was, he, was, he was messing around with putters. He couldn't make any putts. He had 10, <laughs> ten three putts. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. literally, but He had 10 three putts, putts. Through, through, through three rounds. One of the rounds he had 35 putts.
2: <laughs> so this, this time period is like, okay, he got beat by Y.E. Yang, all right, but we're going to Pebble and we're going to St. Andrews yeah. next year. Like he's he'll get it back, right? He hasn't got this, beat by the world though. This was restless, yes. no, but this was like, yeah, is his Oregon? He got beat by Elan, to too. Yeah. yeah. Is 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 his Oregon? No, we're going to these two places. We'll be fine. Yeah. And when he didn't win at either of those, it was kind of that's when kind of panic set in. Yeah.
3: And he's got some neck issues midseason, too. Um Right. You know, his neck is kind of seizing up on him. <laughs> it's
1: kind, of, kind of a my neck, my back situation yeah. for the next <laughs> for the next
3: so uh, his
0: half bo- a decade. His
1: body is completely breaking down.
3: This is this is really like kind of some pre, pre-back pre stuff. This is just, you know, it's still spinal, but it's, it's mostly neck at this point. Has um, he
0: lifted himself into this condition, do you think? Or is this just wearing
1: What do you, you get at? Why don't you just say it? <laughs> I'm just asking questions.
3: <laughs> you know, I think this is, this is probably trying to uh, either come back too soon or, yeah, trying to train too hard to make up for the knee, you know? PGA goes to Whistling Straits. Fun fact, it was supposed to be at Sahali, but the PGA of America pulled it away from Sahali to go to Whistling Straits because they were worried about um, conflicting, as far as revenue-wise, with the Olympics that were in Vancouver. Um, Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I think the year prior or the year after. And uh, they were just worried about the Pacific Northwest being able to support two big events.
1: I was always wondering why Whistling Straits got '04 4 and 10.
3: Yeah. Huh. That's obviously the Keimer year that was uh, DJ know, tough scene for DJ as well. Yeah. Yeah. Burba's uh, up there. Yeah, 2010 was Burba. a tough year for DJ. But yeah, I mean, Kymer sheet 71, 70, 72, 73. So, you know, not really the most notable. It's 2011, the Cat, T4 at the Masters. You guys remember that one?
2: Oh, yeah, that's uh, Charles yeah. Oh, that was the last. Before. That
3: was the sweepstakes.
0: Yeah. Sunday sweep, sweep six. That was
3: another one. It was like...
2: Cat made a move on Sunday. Yeah. Eagled, he eagled eight and let that fist pump out. I think he tied for the lead at that point.
1: And I think 2010 was... Gosh, correct me if I'm wrong, but 2010... Wasn't that when shit got really bleak? Like the end of 2010? Like Bridgestone and that stuff? Wasn't that when he was shooting like 80? Chipping yips? <clears throat> It wasn't chipping oh, yips chipping yet, but so he was well. playing really bad. And a lot of it was injury-related, I think, because, like, the 2011 T4 was still... It was, it was kind of another one over. that was like,
2: how does he doing this? Well, yeah. he hit the shot it was completely out of nowhere. The twirl into 15. Right. Like, the shot into 15 and missed the, and putt.
0: Then missed the putt, yeah. Yeah, Bridgestone, he finished T78. Yeah, yeah.
2: that was... That's right. That Eight, was... 18 over. That was with uh, Byron Bell in the bag, I exactly. think. Exactly. So. Um, um, but that that's why that 11 run was kind of out of nowhere. It was nuts. And he had yeah. a chance to win that one. Yeah. Like, he, I think... Sports will ended up winning at like 14 under, but uh, Tiger had an eagle putt to get to like 13 or something on 15 and missed it or something like that.
3: Nobody's mentioned the rib yet. This was the oh, of course, oh, yeah. this was the year of the rib, yeah. hitting it basically oh. into Butler cat. That's what was like so like heartbreaking.
2: 60, to watch 63 holes of the rib. It was like, no, but we got the cat. Yeah, we're good.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was Rory. Uh, Rory had a four shot lead going into Sunday oh, sh- over An Cabrera, KJ Choi, Jason Day, and Schwartzel. Oh, always KJ. I was rooting
1: for On I remember. Oh. And then, yeah, I mean, you Cat... You were in for the rib? Cat from
3: cat, cat 67. Uh, Low-am at that Masters. Anybody know? 2011? Uh, Hideki. Oh. No. Um, Did they penalize him at all? <laughs> you know, it, it's not in here, so... Could uh, have uh, been lower. So, 2011, he misses the next two majors. This uh, is where... This is where we get into Achilles. S-E-L, he strains there. his MCL... His Achilles is in really, really, really bad shape. You know, God, these t- are bleak tw- times. 2011 man. U.S. Open. Who wins that one?
1: That's uh, where was it? Uh,
3: Congressional. Oh, the oh, Rick,
1: of, of course. Yeah, Boy, so it's yeah. it's
3: kind of an asterisk U.S. Open. That you know? U.S. Open was yeah, it's not really a real U.S. Open. Yeah,
1: it's the first major I ever went to. Um, <laughs>
3: Thanks, Darren Clark wins at Royal Saint George. That was an asterisk one. Tough scene. Um, it's <laughs> a tough <laughs> scene for DJ. It's probably a good thing the cat <laughs> yeah. the cat didn't enter that one with the weather. And just everything, you know, it was just not a great, great setup for him.
1: Was that the one where Ricky had all the, the orange, uh, had that badass range suit, the blue, the one. The blue yeah. rain suit. And yeah. he was just, um, that was sick. In the horrible weather, Ricky was balling out. That was fun.
3: <laughs> Dustin should have won that one. For sure. Well, listen, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, John. So then, yeah. Then then he goes to uh, Atlanta Athletic Club. Misses the cut. It's kind of showed up, kind of, or it was it was kind of random that he played that one. I think people didn't think he was going to play that
2: one. Yeah, it was not close. He, uh, that yeah, was that actually I was working. Water balls, I was working you know, at the hotel whatever.
3: at that point. Uh, the cat was staying at the hotel. Rocco Mediate. I specifically remember him checking in on Thursday morning at like like two a.m. Thursday morning. <laughs> Like, playing the next day, and I was like, yo, what's up, man? Like, Rocco, what's up? He's got his, like, dick sporting goods, like, like hoofer bag on his back. <laughs> and I'm like, what are, you, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I'm I'm just checking in. Like, the mattress is sucked up at the host hotel, so I'm down here, mm-hmm. man. I had to check into the Ritz. <laughs> that was, yeah, I mean, that did was a— Did you take care of him? The, the, I did. The TC would. I did. Uh, well, that was an awful tournament.
4: Little known fa- Randy was in town. Uh, we went to that.
3: Oh shit, that was
4: that Yeah, one. that's when you I take uh,
1: exception. It was an awful winner. I'm not a Keegan guy, but it was an awesome tournament. You no, know Duffner
4: kinda gassed it.
1: It, it was great. Uh, it was and we, it was so back and hot and out there though.
4: He sat on so in the I uh, wouldn't wanted to be there, but it was cool a Rand's on uh fourteen. That's right. And who's Steven Gallagher. Yeah. <laughs> and Randy's like, Who the fuck is Steven Gallagher? And it turns out his wife is sitting right next to us. It's his kid, his wife, is And Randy's just ragging on this guy. <laughs> no, well, who is this? A, a was club pro a club pro?
0: To, to be fair, the franchise was kind of was he egging me on a little bit. Yeah. Uh, she, anyway, she shot some yeah, icy stares at it. us, though. Eesh.
3: Tiger says, quote, I, I feel good. My game's still good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all I remember, it was hot as shit. Uh, John Mayer and Keith Urban tag-teamed Tiger Jam that oh, offseason, God. which was cool. 2012. That was we, very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're going oh, to end that sentence. 2012, the injuries his <laughs> left Achilles again at Doral in March. <laughs> Um, finishes T40 at the Masters. Um, just, you know, really didn't, couldn't, couldn't get anything going. 2012 Masters. Anybody know who won that one?
2: Burba? Yep. Yep. No. No? Yeah. That's the first Burba. Yeah,
3: that was Burba. Over Louis, yeah. Burba over, over Louis. So then, yeah, T40, you know, really nothing to report oh, there. We go
1: to the West Coast.
3: Then we go to Olympic. And Cat is T2 after first round 69.
2: And he won, according to, I believe, Shipnook's Friday Night Column. That was, the, right. that was the, his, like, it's over. like He's going to win it. It's all his, his return to glory, and then he, he did not. Can anybody I – I, uh, we'll, I'll check that. Can like. anybody
3: tell me who the, who the first-round leader was? Jungle Bird. Um, Three-shot lead. One of the Thompson dudes. Michael Thompson? Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah.
0: How, how, great job. The tournament just sticks out in my memory. Um,
2: I was going to guess John Peterson.
3: You know, of course, John Peterson beats Spieth by four, Hostler by six, Cantley by eight. I didn't um, see this tournament. I was low, Liam, LA but he time. almost won
1: the golf tournament. <laughs> he finished like T4,
3: right? I know. So, it's yeah, nuts. we're DJ we're, we're going to get that. Oh, sorry, man. Come I, on. I
1: was I was
4: backpacking through Laos. You are sorry. Didn't see this tournament.
2: It was after round 1, Alan Chipnick wrote. Tiger Woods sent a clear message in his opening round at US Open. It's over.
1: Neil's it in opium.
0: Tournament's
2: man. over, folks. There might be 54 <laughs> holes left to play, but Tiger Woods has already won the US Open.
1: Yeah. Old takes exposed. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't age well.
3: <laughs> so yeah, I mean, uh, G Mag and Furyk minus one going into uh, final round. Freddie Yock, two back, solo third. Blake Adams, Nicholas Coulter's Ernie Els, <laughs> who wait, who's that? US All T four plus two. I take that back. Is he Canadian? No. And then you've got Randy's boy Bo Hostler, John Peterson. John Senden, Jason Duffner, and Kevin Chapel, all uh, four back.
4: And and Webb, no, Both uh, Hosler. No, Webb was Both uh, like seventeen.
1: Oh, and Webb, twenty right? yeah. oh,
3: twelve. Yeah. He
1: qualified. Hossler, in, he qualified right? in eleven and twelve. Was, yeah. yeah, got through locals.
3: Um, so yeah, and then you know that was when he was Guardy too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Peterson doubles sixteen, but comes back in birdies seventeen. Um, yeah, I mean he was he was. Legitimately could have won the tournament yeah. as
1: an amateur. And then, of course, Furyk, uh tough scene. Yeah, Webb parred
0: moved, the moved last the tee up on the eight par 5. holes.
1: Furick snap hooked it into the woods, right?
3: Tough scene.
1: <laughs> tough scene. <laughs> Great post-round post, post round scene, though. Legitimately the probably the best of all time, at least in my lifetime. Yeah. Post-round trophy presentation. Of course. Did that
3: guy like dress up as a bird? Did I just say <laughs> <it>? <laughs> Ah! Ah! Um. Um. Then we go to the, stage, yeah. the British Open, Lytham, mm. which this was one of the toughest scenes ever for <laughs> Adam Scott. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, which, after having played those holes, like, the, the last four so holes hard. at Lytham are so hard. So hard. The one or, was like, or, or, dude, there's, there's really one f- club uh, that can 15, can't 16, 17 are so hard, and then, and then 18's kind of a...
2: Yeah, but there's, you can get tripped up on 18 off yeah. that tee. There's, nowhere to, there's no easy place to drive it. Yeah, it's it's a tough scene. Did
0: Adam Scott miss like a really short putt or something?
2: Bogey the last four to lose by one. That, okay. It wasn't any really short putts. It was just like a slow burn. But
3: this was kind of a this was a big what if was Cat. He he shot 67, 67, 70, 73. He tripled the sixth hole on Sunday. Four back, two shots ahead of eventual winner Ernie. Um, and then... Cat bogeyed 13, 14, and 15. Man, he was right there. Yeah. Oh. So I forgot how close he was. In I, there. Felt, I felt like Lytham was a course that, like, Cat should be able to dissect and, and yeah. you know, kind of like that Holy Lake victory he had. And then, yeah, they, they go to Kiowa. Obviously, the rib wins.
0: Literally do not have a memory
1: mm-hmm. from that. The rib wins by eight. Yeah. Loses yeah. his ball in
0: the Tiger, tree. Tiger
3: <laughs> finishes T11. He was tied for first through two rounds with Carl Pedersen and VJ. And then the rib goes 67-66 uh, and beats Cap by 11. 13, T4 at the Masters.
2: Flag stick, hit the flagstick yeah. on 13.
1: Lots of T4s at the Masters.
0: Yeah. He
2: does. 10, 11, and 13.
3: Um, I'm, standing, yeah,
1: so, I'm sure I've mentioned this, but we'll stand right there when he hit the flag. Oh. It was absolutely insane. Probably
3: should have been DQ'd. Should
1: he have withdrawn? Probably should have been DQ'd. I remember distinctly, uh, me and Sean Martin were right next to the rope line, and we were kind of like each on a knee. And he made contact, and I pushed Smartin over, like knocked him over. I was like, "That's right at the flag." <laughs> <And> it <literally> hits <laughs> the <laughs> flag and goes back in the water. I was like, yeah, "I told you." <laughs>
3: to be fair, they were pretty thick flag sticks. <laughs> Extra thick. And they go to Marion. Can we
0: talk about the fifth or the the players real quick? Sure. Was that the cavalier? That was a cavalier drop, I believe. Exactly, players. It was.
3: Well, Randy, we're, actually, we can't talk about it because we're only talking about majors here, All
0: right? Well taken. Um, didn't he take a cavalier
4: drop that year at the Greenbrier, too? Yeah, uh, one of the years, yeah, one, like in, in this, really r- yeah, yeah, or, or like yeah. he th- set it crossed like 100 yards in front of where it did. I don't
3: know. Marion Rose wins, cat v stinky 73 70, 76 74. They go to Muirfield, that was when uh, Mickelson won. Mickelson's mm. um, masterpiece. Cat was only two back of Westwood going into Sunday. Held the solo lead on Saturday and just never really got it going on Sunday. Uh, shoot 69-71, 72-74. This,
1: this is when we get into kind of the weekend scaries with Cat, yeah. right? Where everyone's like, "What's going? like, he's playing so good on Thursday and Friday. What's going on? Has he lost it?
3: The PGA in 13, I didn't watch a single... Was that Oak Hill? Yeah, it was Oak Hill. I was Duffner hit it to
1: four feet on every hole and made about half of them. <laughs> Woody, ha- Woody Austin
3: had too many clubs in the bag in the second round. <laughs> he got penalized four shots. Um, <laughs> cap <catch laughs> 71, 70, 73, 70. Pretty good 14, he has back surgery after Honda, and then withdraws from API. Uh, misses the Masters that year. That was a tough
4: scene. This
2: is like steiny press release
4: season. Like it's not that bad. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. He like had
2: he that's that the year I think he withdrew it at, at Tory Pines and like that was glutes active. I think it was think.
3: the deactivation. Yeah. 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 Deactivation. <laughs>
0: maybe, season. maybe the height of Tiger's career. What yeah. was the
3: wrist year at the at, That's at fifteen the masters? masters. Okay. Really really so uh twenty fourteen Keimer at Pinehurst, which I I wanna see Tiger like new Pinehurst. I wanna I see Tiger I can't wait to see him play a major there. Solo 69 at Hoyle and it's come back. (laughs) The rib wins there. Tiger shoots 69, 77, 73, 75. He gets dusted by Tom Watson. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I did want to give him a shout-out, though. He bogeyed the first two holes on Thursday after having missed the previous two majors and shoots 69. So he kind of battled back from a tough... I feel like that's a um, theme
1: of all of this is like like I was saying earlier even when he yeah when he'd he shoot a high score play he'd play for. well the next day yeah. if he'd like he just yeah he doesn't doesn't quit.
3: Um uh, misses the cut of Valhalla, that was the year the rib one a lot of Tiger some shot, these rib 74, 74 Uh so we get into twenty fifteen, T 17 at the at the Masters, but he did pop his
2: Which was out of nowhere. Like he that yeah. was coming at, after the chipping Yips at yeah. at Scottsdale. Yeah. Like he made a run at it on the back yeah. nine. He like topped a drive on thirteen and then birdied it anyways. Uh, he legit <laughs> hit like a hundred and thirty yard drive on thirteen and then made birdie. That was a wild year. I think that was like, I think I was like, oh, I'm gonna say it. He's back. And then a lot of stuff unfolded over the next. Well, time. I'll
3: say going back to oh six or 07, I bet Randy <laughs> that he would win. No, or, no. Sorry, going back to what twenty. Or 2011, I bet Randy that he would win multiple more majors and he did. Multiple? Or sorry, he, he hasn't uh, won multiple yet. I thought 100. it was just Randy won. was adamant that he was never going to win another major. Yeah, I thought it wasn't like a thousand I, bucks. I, I think it was a thousand bucks. Yeah.
0: I, I yeah. like <laughs> I, I the tape on that one. Well, I just don't remember it. I, <laughs> we, we may have been, TCNA may have been deep in the sauce. Uh,
4: no, I, I remember that. Pontificating
3: like I we did. I think do. it
0: had to do with the, when we were in
4: Atlanta for the PGA. Could have been. So was involved. 15, <laughs> yeah. he misses
3: the cut at Chambers, shoots 80-76. Oh, that's, that's when same. he gets
1: dusted by Cole Hammer, uh, the 15-year-old yeah. yeah. oh. kid. And that's where he topped it into the bunker. Yeah. Um, that was probably my saddest visual from this whole period. Was I that when the same. Marshall
0: tried to quiet the train? Yes. <laughs> it was. We'll
1: but it was Did also, grace. I, I will remember, so obviously it was the first Fox year, not that that was relevant, but they, uh, the, the commentator, on eighteen, was talking earlier in the week about that bunker on eighteen. They're like, this, this is just not. It's not in play for a professional golfer, and of course, the one person to hit it in there is the cat. Who top, tops the three wood in there and has to crawl like his back's all fucked up. <laughs> He's got to like tiptoe down into this like just uh And then it was, it was a tough. They scene. go to St Andrews. Shout out to Speed. Very Two very stinky. 76,
3: Seventy six, seventy five misses the cut. Hits when, in the burn the on the first hole. When the cat misses its – the cut at St. Andrews, you know shit is up.
2: Um, <laughs> DJ Pi and I were there. That's, tough that's weather year.
3: All the you know, there's all the stopping and starting going on. Paul Dunn bucked the shit out of his head. <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, Me Bruegi, I think bucked his head. ZJ should. I'm not going to recognize him as the winner. I'm going to. We have co-champs Louis Ustase and uh, Mark Leishman. Um, you know, obviously, you can go back and check the tape on what ZJ did repeatedly during the final round. Was Spieth involved there?
1: Yeah. Yes. yeah what, uh, the <laughs> he re- finished re- refresh- one shot out of the playoff, was, which would have been three his third legs. The major in playoff. Playoff. Yeah,
2: that's what I'm right. Like I, he had a four putt on eight. That he, he drove it, crushed it. Yeah, yeah that's uh, right. That's right. Then he
1: um, buried that one on 16, and then he he just had to 17. birdie 18 to get into the playoff. Pulled it way left over by the grandstands, right. and then Wedge they, was just a little spun off the front. I think. Then they go
3: to Whistling. Um, Jason Day allegedly wins. <laughs> Cat shoots Spieth 75, 73. Uh, it's beginning to get a really, really tough scene. Another back surgery. He has another procedure. Um, I tweeted out the original RIP cat. Um, that was then. some Sometime during this kind of U.S. Open through PGA stretch, I think.
1: Um, Scholars can't identify This is where it the, got. Or, the original
4: RIP cat. Archaeologists could not uncover <laughs> the exact same carbon got. date the original RIP cat.
3: It got, like, really, really, really fucking dark at, like, the Hero World Challenge before... Like, or at the end of 2015, he said, there's really nothing I can look forward to, nothing I can build towards. It's literally just day by day and week by week and time by time. Where is the light at the end of the tunnel? I don't know. I think pretty much everything beyond this, 14 majors and 79 wins will be gravy. If if that's all it entails, then I've had a pretty good run. Shout out to
4: cold Loose. This is when he says he's playing a ton of Halo, right? I think, so. or Call I, of think Duty. I think he's been playing Call of Duty throughout. Yeah. Well cuz he, like he can't he's like, nobody says, he's, he's, doing like he's like what have you been doing? He's oh, a lot of video
0: games. Yeah cuz he, like he can't walk. He's going to see a
3: lot of movies at this time. <laughs> yeah, a lot of reviews. <laughs> I,
0: I feel like we've, um,
1: we yeah. need to say this at every turn but go go listen to the the journey of the tiger, the journey <laughs> so, of the cat. 2016 the
3: he misses the Masters, um uh, misses the the US Open which was at Oakmont, DJ you know, one of the greatest performances of all time. One of uh Troon, Mrs. Stenson winning. Um he did not have the PGA that year in 2016. <laughs> uh and then he has back surgery again in 2017, um, in April. So he misses all the you know, Mrs. Masters, Mrs. Aaron Hills, Mrs. Burkdale, Mrs. Quill Hollow. I don't think
1: um, I put two and two together that he just straight up didn't
2: play major for two years. Yeah. That's when you see that on there. I bumped it's, he's done. Yeah, like, he's I've, completely. I bumped dumb. the
3: R.I.P. cat at least eight times during his time frame. <laughs> time frame. Uh, Darius Rucker plays Tiger Jam <laughs> at this point. Comes back 2018. T32 at at, at the Masters. So everybody you know, kind of, hey. Made the cut. Hey, he made the cut. We can still compete. We can build on this, right? We can build on this. I think knowing what was going to happen with the golf course and losing the golf course, he purposely misses the cut at Shinnecock. Shoots 78 72. Just really, really stinky in the first round there. Finishes T6 at Carnoustie. That was kind of the beginning of the
2: like, whoa. He had the lead on Sunday. Yeah. He doubled 11. That, that Doubled
3: 11, bogeyed 12, finishes four back, but 71, 71, 66, 71. I mean, really, really strong.
1: Um, good good battle on the back yeah. nine, though, with Molinari.
3: And then, uh, and then he shoots 70, 66, 66, 64 at the WGC PGA Championship in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> um, Started the day five back, had it to one back through 13, and then Brooks, you know, kind of, kind of took over there. Um, i bumped the rp cat at least 14 times during 2018 2019 he wins the masters
2: we should scoop we should scoop and walk off like like he should have done before that putt yeah
3: uh, but many people forget this there was a bump during that as well when he got bumped by the security guard oh that's you right Remember that yes slide tackle was that at augusta or took was that, his a, ass that out was augusta, at yeah. augusta that was on 17
2: yeah, augusta on saturday i think
3: yeah and then he misses the cut uh, at the pga Gets RP, beat. RP cat. I want to give a shout out to Marty Jurtson, Rob LaBritz, and Ryan Vermeer, all club pros that beat the cat.
4: At at Beth Page <laughs> Beth
3: Page. page. Beth page. Um, there were also, you know, there were rumblings that the cat was having crazy, crazy parties on his yacht. <laughs> I was week. about
0: to ask, like, wait, did he miss the US Open and British Open that year? And then I remembered that they moved the PGA date.
3: And then two twenty-one at Pebble, 70, 72, 71, 69. Uh, bogeyed four of his first six on Sunday and still shot 69. So again, getting off to a bad That was, start, a, that was still... an easy setup, though. But you can hang an asterisk <laughs> yeah. by that. Listen, I agree, <laughs> Neil. Th- I want to I want to call out 2019 um, British Open. Obviously, won at Royal Portrush by uh, Shane Lowry. According to Wikipedia, Kat shot an opening round 78, his highest round in an open. But that's not accurate. So that is why you do not. You gotta verify Wikipedia. You gotta verify your sources. Or,
4: or you could just edit it for him. That would Ooh. be the TC way. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the
1: TCA. I'm
3: just saying you can't take everything. Well, if you see something, value. say something, you know, or
4: do something.
1: So. Do we want to? Are we just glossing past uh, his first win in 11 years? As yeah, he won the Masters. He got taken up by that security guard. Is no, there anything I think, else we need to I, add? Yeah, I think, that I think everybody. One. everybody have, that okay. one's fresh. All right, that's listen. That's
4: that's fine. Just we just did, did two to podcasts on that one. A, I'd
2: say It's
4: it's you know allegedly Masters week. Go watch that one. Yeah, this
2: week. Have they posted it yet? That was the journey of the cat. Did
4: they
1: post? No, the I think flashbacks? it's
2: coming this this Sunday.
1: All right. Uh, so
2: that so that's the one thing I'll say. I was going to tweet this too. Is like I think maybe all this coronavirus is happening because people didn't properly appreciate, like, take enough time to appreciate that's a Tiger's win. Point. That and, goes uh, into our
4: simulation theory. Yeah, yeah.
2: So take some time to appreciate that win.
3: I'd also like to point out, 1996, Tiger Woods played the John Deere Classic. The only first and only yeah, time I didn't he played it.
2: That major, Neil.
3: Um, that was a major.
2: He didn't win it, though. He got arrested. He got kicked out of a casino for being underage. Yeah.
3: Really? Yeah. Sick. <laughs> Do you guys know who won? In
2: 96? The
3: Gripper. <laughs> right. Kenny Perry? Ed Fiore. Ed Fiore. Yeah, the Gripper. <laughs> uh, I think Tiger Tiger blew the 54-hole lead, right?
1: I believe so. It
3: was a tough scene. So, yeah, there's a, there's a good article in the Gazette, which is, uh, I don't even know what some sort of, I don't know if it's the Quad Cities paper or what, but.
4: Well, thank you, Scantron. I can right. always count on you to, yeah. to so. correct me.
2: Oof. All right. That was a marathon. That is the longest we've oh, ever yeah. gone, I think, on a podcast. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I don't know how the radio people do it. They're like three, four hours something. Y'all need time day. to
4: listen to? So. <laughs> there you
2: go. So that's the journey of the cat through the majors of his whole career. Um, if you made it to the end of this, uh, go check out more of our podcasts because <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely more of them. So. Uh, thank you, everyone, for the research. That was excellent stuff, great stuff. Good stuff, everybody. I, le- I learned a lot. Thank well, you. Learned thank you. a Me lot. Too. I think a lot of the listeners will learn, too. So, Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yes!
1: Yeah. Johnny, that's better than most.
3: How about him? That is better than most. Better than most!
5: back